This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is you're not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celiac Sarah, one of your hosts, and I am joined, as always, by Pico Burrito. Pico, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm prepped. This is gonna be long. We were just it's gonna be long. There was a lot of words. A lot of words. There were a lot. There it was a lot to I ju- I just finished reading it again because it was just so yeah. much to digest. So you know, I used to think reading was fundamental, but now I kind of think that reading is bull crap and I don't ever want to do it again. So maybe we can just stop with all of the reading, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just wing it. <laughs> um, okay, so obviously the biggest thing is the road ahead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do we actually before we even do that? I'm sorry. Do you want to do you want to go over H and N for good? Yes, I do. Uh, because again, we're changing up the order of everything, so we're going to talk about again our our newest section. Uh, the biggest problem in the universe is that nobody helps each other except for H N N in our wonderful community. Um, so awesome news. Uh, we made our first donation in January uh, for a total of $64.24. The number is going to sound really weird to everyone because there's processing fees on the backside of, of uh, on, for Patreon and all those other pieces. Uh, for folks that donated, uh, we are tracking all of this. So screenshots of kind of receipts and everything that are, that are out there. Uh, the other big piece along with this as well, uh, I have submitted a match through my company. My company has a very generous matching program. Um, so I made it, I, I submitted for a match. So hopefully I believe it'll be approved. So we'll actually get that to $128 and uh, 48 cents up oh, to wow. the Michael J Fox foundation. So they'll do a dollar for dollar match. I think all the way up to about a thousand dollars on the year. So I'm going to continue to do that. I get no personal credit for it. The charity gets everything for it. So that's, that's the reason why we'll do it. Um, we've now moved down to our February vote. Uh, so we have two wonderful charities that have been nominated uh, I'll give a quick blurb for them, but we're going to keep this open through January or through February 21st. Uh, and then we will announce on the podcast what uh, that's going to be. But just a quick blurb of the two. Uh, the first is uh, uh, we're looking at uh, Covenant House, uh, which was formed in 1972. Covenant House has opened its doors to over 1.5 million young people experiencing trafficking one youth at a time. Uh, that's a half century of believing in youth and nurturing their promised talents and courage. Um, this is both a U.S. and Canadian uh, charity from this side. So, Sarah, I think you've actually got a little bit of of familiarity with them as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I think I, I'm assuming they do them in the States as well. They do like the sleep outs. Yep, um, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, they're so, pretty much everywhere across Canada. Yep. So that's the first. The second is the Multiple Sclerosis Society of, of Canada. I'm going to say the MS Society because I can't say sclerosis. That's a really hard word for me to say. Uh, <laughs> but it is committed to improving the lives of Canadians with multiple scler- sclerosis uh, and accelerating the high quality research that could end MS. Uh, links to both of those are on our website. Again, uh, the vote's up there. I'm not going to tell you who's leading. You're going to have to go check it out on the Discord server mm, itself. Like but it. again, um, thank you for everyone for participating. And again, looking to kind of continue to grow that number. So uh, great work, everybody. Yeah, that was, that was, I think that was a great start for January. I think it was too. I was, I was really excited. So fantastic. So, um, 
and, and February will be larger because uh, we also found a minor quirk with the way that Patreon handles things. Right. Uh, so I have an additional donation I'm making back to it because I didn't realize Patreon was going to pay for all of my my uh, your Patreon that I sponsor is that <laughs> out of that. So I'm gonna I'll kick that back into the backside of it to, to clean that up. So yeah, it should be it should be good. I'm very curious to see who we get for February. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Really excited. Um, okay. Now we can we can get into the news and yes. into the game. Um, okay, so we've got the road ahead. We've got a kit reveal, uh, a new Omicron, and yeah. a content update from today. Yes, yes. So um in a minor bug that they fixed really quickly. Yeah. They were they were on that. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to them i guess i you know I, I love it when we when we fix a one bug and we introduce it for all of the other like six or seven other characters that we just fixed before <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh man it's rough but they at least they were uh acknowledging the fact that they knew it was there right away so yeah i will give them that and, and i have a quick point on that because mm-hmm. for folks who don't know there was a ahsoka tano was bugged with dispel on basic yes but do you know who wasn't when they fixed it they they knocked out a bunch of other characters that were that were no longer dispelling on basic mm-hmm. do you know who wasn't lo- looped uh looped into that who jedi knight luke because they, they said luke skywalker and everyone was trying to figure out who it was and it was farm boy oh. but jedi knight luke skywalker who famously has a, a dispel on his basic was yeah. not impacted by it so uh, that was a little weird mm, interesting i didn't realize that i yeah. know that it was like a weird list of characters yes um and before like just to throw it out there for people who have not heard they did not patch the reva mission this yes go. so you are safe to proceed as normal uh if you're there already and then i, I assume they're going to patch it next week i don't <laughs> i don't think they're going i, I don't think they're going to patch it now you don't think they will? I, I don't think they will. I, I I think it's interesting because, um, and again, for folks that maybe don't follow some of this, uh, there are some individuals that have a way to have, have kind of simulated what they believe. Mm-hmm. And they ran a whole bunch of like a, a plethora of tests. Uh, and frankly, the results are, they're not bad, but they're, they're significantly worse than where they are. Mm-hmm. And I... I think that based off of what CG's trying to do with the game right now, we'll talk about some of this. Um, I don't think they want to slow momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's data showing that this is going to slow momentum for unlocking Reva. And I don't think that they want to see that happen. Interesting. So I I really believe that they're going to, to not make that change. And they're just going to decide that, you know what, we'll let this one go and we'll just do better in the future. Hmm. Interesting. I'm curious if that's if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, let's talk about the road ahead. Before we talk yes. about the road ahead, I just want to add a disclaimer because uh, people have been putting words in my mouth again today. Um. I would just like to acknowledge that the views that I'm going to say about the road ahead, I am not saying the road ahead is bad. I have not said the road ahead is bad this entire time. I've also not said it is good. So I will give you that. Yeah. I have just simply asked questions. <laughs> and I was, I said this to one of our guildmates today. We were talking about it. And I said, 
the way that I was looking at it was if I was at work today and my boss came up to me and was like, hey, Sarah, we're going to change your job function entirely in a couple of months. Uh, and we're also going to change like how you're compensated. Uh, but don't worry about it. We'll give you more details in a couple of months. Uh, I would have questions regardless of how much I like or dislike my job, how much I like or dislike yeah. my boss. I would have questions about that. And that was all I was trying to get at with the road ahead. I don't think it's bad. I also don't think it's good. I'm completely indifferent at the moment. Yeah. First of all, were you talking to my boss today? Because I feel like that was the exact conversation that he had with me, but we'll, we'll put that to the side for a second. You know, and, and this is, and you kind of made a comment to me on discord about this and it, it got me thinking about a couple of things. And, and, and the first is just because we may criticize something doesn't mean that we're, we're negative or, or, or we hate something. I mean, it's right. There's again, we've said this before, we should have the ability to be critical, but not mean. And, and, and nothing is again. And, and if, if, the view of asking questions is is being seen as overly critical. Well, the, we need critical thought to, to get these pieces. The other side of it, if we happen to be excited or happy about something, we're not shills. The reality right. is, is that we're allowed opinions, and 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 we're you and I, I think are going to disagree on some of these things today. Probably we just disagree. That's all that it is. It's not a, I'm right and you're wrong or, or the other way around. So, folks, when these big changes happen. Let's just make sure that we take a little bit of time and just understand that we're having a discussion. Right. We're just kind of talking about where these things are and and we'll get to the bottom of it. Um, yeah. That said, uh, I'm going to go get my hard hat really quick uh, for the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But like, for real, we could talk about the road. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey Joss. Honestly, okay, so I will also say this, and I hate to play this card. I am 35 weeks pregnant and I am tired. Okay. <laughs> like, so I know I realize I probably sound cranky, and I'm sorry for sounding cranky, but I'm 35 weeks pregnant. I'm yeah, cranky. Yeah. <laughs> you you're allowed to pass. Uh, uh, yes. But I don't mean to intentionally sound cranky. So <laughs> okay. So let's uh I guess we do we just want to go top to bottom. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, let's put though, let's put the chief at the end. Okay. The the Tuscan chief at the end in the kit piece of that, because um, I think the meat is the rest of everything else. Yeah. Today. I mean, okay, so we we will talk about this at the end, but we are getting two new Tuscans. Yep. So we're getting the chieftain and the warrior, and we have the kit for the chieftain. It is, yeah, it's his kit yes. that we have. Yeah um and, and we'll go over that afterwards but we'll do all the road ahead first yeah. newsflash um, neither one of us bothered to look at the kit yeah the no Tuscan. so part of that's part of also why we're delaying as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah my brain was like trying to comprehend yeah. the all of the uh the road ahead stuff and it yeah i was like you can wait um okay so we'll come back to both of them the only thing that we know we both know is obviously because it's in in the road ahead here he gets to bring dad bod boba with him. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Only in 3v3 PvP though. Correct. So the the other piece we're going to talk about, Boba does not play in that at all. So right. Um yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so we'll come back to the Tuscans. Yep. Um, what I will say though, 
we'll come back to their kits. Sorry. I, I actually liked this part about the, uh, the road ahead. So they were extremely clear in their language here. And yeah. you, you might've skipped over it because it's right underneath all the Tuscan stuff before you get to the fancy new shiny raid, the keyword here raid. Um, but they, they say that they're going to want to make sure that we're using this faction and that yeah. we're getting utility out of them, which means they're going to be needed for galactic challenges, conquest yes. feats, salt battles. They're going to get a datacron set. Yep. Um, but this is the line that I, I absolutely love. This one at the very bottom. We hope sharing this news ahead of time helps to inform your decisions on the journey you want to take over the coming months. They yes. are telling you, we hope you are listening to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and working on your Tuscans. Yeah, it, it's funny. So I, I listened to uh, I listened to to both of the episodes of Crate today, and, and again, mm-hmm. you guys did a phenomenal job with it yesterday. And but you know, it's like you should be looking at these characters, and I message you, and I'm like, we need to stop saying you should be doing this. You need to be taking care of these characters. That that that's what CG has said. This should be. We'll call it priority one A through C right now because we'll see there's a couple of teams that kind of fit in those categories. But um, with all the gear changes, if you have the stars, these guys should be gear 12. Yeah. Now. Just now. I think if you've been playing this game for a long time, you've been used to CG kind of hinting at things and like leaving little little breadcrumbs and you would kind of be like oh well the logging character is this and then it's like and it was always this almost like a puzzle that the player base solved for what was coming and now they're just being completely like transparent about it they're like hey you're gonna want these and i saw someone in another server today make the comment that it was almost a year to the day when cg said hey you're really gonna want to farm the inquisitorious because of all of these same reasons and everyone was like screw you i don't want to do this mm-hmm. don't be that person all right folks it's just time this is this is we're starting to fall into some very nice patterns with how they're releasing things and, and how they're building the game we should be ready to start following along with that yeah um and just to point out because I did actually laugh about it and Mole Pokey's pointing it out in chat. I made a joke on Crate Expectations that they would add the Tuscans to like the Inquisitor. I don't yeah. even remember my exact words to the Inquisitor assault battle. Uh, they are. They've confirmed they adding yeah. them yeah. to the Inquisitor assault battle. Uh, so that they don't get their own. That's where they're going. Nope. <laughs> and, and watch, they're going to walk right through like CT3. So anyone who spent like, you know, an hour and a half trying to finish that. And it's like, oh, I turned on auto and it won. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk about the raid. Oof, there's a lot here. Man, there is a, there's so much here. I like, okay. So we're getting a crate dragon raid. Um, yep. And it is going to be like the, the top tier raid, so to speak. Right. They're, not only are we getting a raid, they are also revamping and reworking the entire yes. raid structure, which I have thoughts about. Um, <laughs> I have questions about. I have thoughts I will be sharing over the next three and a half hours on <laughs> <Yeah>. this topic. <laughs> uh, 
I'm I'm curious about it, but uh, yeah. So the, this is going to be like the tippy top. This is the yes. the premium content or end game content, however you want to phrase it. Um, okay. So so let me ask you a question on this. Mm-hmm. When you read that a new raid was coming, mm-hmm. all right, before anything else. Okay. What was your initial reaction? So before I I read how the raid would be working. Yeah. And, and, and all of the other changes that came along with it. Just the idea of we're going to bring another raid right. to the table. I was, I don't want to say like surprised, but maybe a little surprised because it felt like, like I thought they said last year that they, they didn't want to do, yeah. or, or the year before, they didn't want to focus on raids anymore because we beat them too quickly. So I was like, okay, we got another raid. And I've always been indifferent to raids because I tag a zero. I do the yeah. raid when it's new. I help the guild like get it down and I pay attention and whatever because obviously you want to to get this done and then once we've kind of figured it out and I'm no longer needed I take a seat on the bench and uh you know tag a zero and collect my rewards and I'm and I'm good with that uh so I was indifferent to it because I was like okay it's going to be the standard thing uh it's clearly not going to be the standard thing I felt defeated when they put a raid up. Oh no! I I I just took the here is another time suck, like and 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 it was so. And and why I asked that mm. is, I think how we're going to approach the rest of this is going to be tied to a little bit of of how we re- we read this first paragraph. Yeah. So yeah, um, I was not happy to see it. Not at all. Yeah, which I mean, and, and that's fair. People weren't happy to see conquests. Yeah. People weren't happy yep. to see territory battles. Like it's the same. Like I think for you and I, we're both just like, eh, raid. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Great. Um. <clears throat> okay. So this is all still in development, which I'm glad they said. Yes. Which is also yep. why, like, I can recognize why this is why I have questions because it's still in development. They probably yep. haven't figured out the answers to the questions that I have which is fine. That doesn't make me any more patient, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do... So they, they basically are saying there's going to be two... two uh, there's not two phases, but two sides to the raid. It's one phase. So right now the raids yeah. we have are four phases long. It's only going to be one. Um, but you want to control them with debuffs, which is interesting because we normally yeah. don't get to use debuffs. Yeah. And then you also want to deal, obviously, a ton of damage. Um, so you're kind of doing both sides of that. Uh, and then, yeah, we get a new mechanic called Defiance, which is going to to play into the debuffs yep. and our score and all that. And burst damage, etc. Um, this feels like, like, upon reading, so I read this again today. And after reading it again, it feels almost like they tried to make raids more puzzly. Yeah. I, Which I think I'm okay with. It, it, it is. And I I, I also, I, I did like the fact that it's now a single phase. And it's not, it doesn't seem like it's a, it's a drag. It's, it's get in do your part and it's there's a there's a set period of time they they mentioned somewhere in that like the days of bridging between phases um because let's be honest the c pit if you can get in with you know four and a half percent you could typically 
end up with this massive score because you, you bridge the two phases from that side. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It, it's I like the fact that we're going to be able to use debuffs. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it's I mean, short of armor shred, I don't think debuffs have, have worked in a raid ever or debuff. Well, frankly, they had to break, break fracture as well. So uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting from that side. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but <clears throat> so, but then they dropped who you can bring. Yeah, so they're and limited. This is where I get excited. This is this is where. Yeah, I actually like this too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I love it when someone when someone brings an answer to a problem mm-hmm. that I never would have considered. Right. Okay. And, yep. and we all we all know the problem with the raids right now is that there's really like four. As long as you have GLs, that's what's going to do all of your damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a, they've got a problem with slicker on, on the raid. So the way they're going to fix it is they're going to put a set number of characters or a set number of factions that you're allowed to bring to the raid. And after that, you're out. There's nothing else we can do from that side. Yeah. And that allows them to tune the raid or kind of build pieces of the raid around feature set so like it's it's and, and those are it's the hut cartel mm-hmm. uh jawas mandalorians old republic which doesn't make a lot of sense i don't think and then the tuscans um so the only thing i heard about old republic and again i heard that i heard this secondhand because I, I haven't played the kotor yeah. games apparently someone can correct me if i'm wrong but apparently revan took down a crate dragon in the game you know, maybe that's right. I just don't remember. Um, um, I I could again. I haven't played it, so I could be completely misinformed here. Um, yeah, but if that's the case, then I guess that's why they're there. Yeah. What's super interesting about this is debuff heavy, and the first two teams are thermal thermal debt teams. Yes, that is a great so, point. Yeah, and, and and yeah, they're all Tatooine based and, and that other piece, but. Um, I think that's super cool because again, like first of all, like Jawa's in a raid. I mean, it's been a long time since phase one of the hat when when we we ran that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think this opens up so many doors around uh, and it I know they're gonna call this a raid. I don't look at it as a raid. Like to me, this is this is a challenge assault battle, or this is this mm-hmm. is a heroic assault battle. It, it's more in that 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 type of piece because again you're you're locked with the number of teams that you can use um and frankly because there's a set number of teams there's only a set number of attempts that you can make so it starts to limit some of the time as well where i i think my current c pit rotation is 18 or 19 teams that i just go in and hit auto and score three hundred thousand points and then hit auto and and right and you just yeah yeah rack up the points that way yep yeah um, I, so I was a little unsure about initially when I read this, how I felt about them limiting it Yep. because I did not read the whole thing before I got worried, <laughs> full disclosure. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, well, they're going to gate it because they gated challenge yeah. pit, right? They gated it yep. at relic five to go in. So I was like, okay, well, it's going to be minimum relic five. It's probably going to be Relic 7. I was like, I don't have a Relic 7 no. Old Republic team. Like, um, So it was like, that was my initial was like, oh, panic. But they are, we can get into it a little bit more later on, but they are going to 
tune the difficulty you can choose the difficulty level yep. essentially um but i actually do like this because it limits the gl problem it limits the yep. the, the loop problems yep um i would be shocked if i saw a, n- a new raid in the future and first order and night sisters were together yeah in it. like i don't <laughs> you know that the cg's gonna be like no we're not going down this road like it, zombie does uh, not get to come with kylo <laughs> Yeah, so so the new raid is First Order, Empire, Night Sisters, and Sith. Oh, yeah. so I get my old my old Age Sith team together and just run them back through. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. So I, I do like that because it's it's like an easy button on fixing a problem that they've yeah. said that they have, and then this is where the puzzle aspect comes in, yep. right? Like we're gonna have different theoretically however the crate raid is going to function if we get another raid later on which it sounds like we will yeah um it might not function the exact same and it's a different puzzle to solve yep so yeah um okay so they, they kind of hinted at that and then they went into a whole bunch of raid changes moving forward the whole whole thing and I think this is where a lot of the confusion really comes in is what this totally. looks like. Totally. Um, and and so I we'll get into the details. I, I think what's interesting to this is I think if you talk to five different people about what this means, you're gonna get five different answers. Absolutely. And again, it's early and we're impatient. So, you know, take <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Um I can't wrap my head around this points comma comment. Right. Like when okay. they keep talking about points, because we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Like I keep reading points and, and immediately thinking of translating points into damage. Like okay. I did, yes. I did 169,000 points of damage or whatever that is equals to points. I don't, I'm not sure that's right, but I still can't get that out of my head. Yeah. I, I what I've been trying to, think of it as and i could be completely wrong because i think i'm having the same problem with that with the points thing is but i think what i'm what i have decided and maybe i'm (laughs) maybe i am just making this all up and this isn't how it's actually going to be i'm taking the points to be like a percentage of raid um and obviously you need certain to complete it you have to have 100 percent, right yeah um so that's how I'm looking at it in terms of the points. And then your score on your attempt is totally separate. And that's based off for your reward track, right? Um, which is where we get into more complications. But uh, it's like two, like I'm looking at it as two different factors. Yeah. And, and I think, and again, I think this is one where, pictures would have been helpful but i'm pretty sure yes. the CG probably doesn't have pictures but but I, I think what they're describing is there is a think about it in terms of my percentage damage bar mm-hmm. across the top of the raid that there will be a, a a shared reward for everyone in the guild based off of how close you get from 100 percent to zero percent or whatever that is on the raid itself yeah so and before we get too far into this, did you read it as there's no long that that regardless of how well you do, you're going to get rewards yes. at the completion. So it's if you can't finish it, it's not like you're not going to get anything out of it. 
Right. Correct. You still get, okay. you still get, which actually was a bug that was happening. Um, yeah. With yeah. the challenge pit guilds weren't finishing it and they were getting rewarded. Which again is great because it, like when, when the new raids would always come out, you know, you'd try like you try one of the new raids and you go back to the old raid because you weren't getting rewards for some of that. So the first one is how do we do together as a team? We're going to, we're going to see right. how far we can get to that for rewards. Then the second piece of that is there will be an individual method for tracking how well I did versus how well Sarah did on the raid. And I'm competing with myself. And, and right. I, I, I don't think, I think that again, I, I look at it. So Pico's had the way this works. I've got a bar across the top, how the raid does. Mm -hmm. And then on the side, I've got like one of those uh, charity, uh, you know, thermometers, oh, yeah. the color in the side as it, as it goes up. So like, you know, Pico got to the 20% mark. He got to the 30% mark. So as, as I work my way up, that gives me a, a better bucket of rewards, but that's completely independent of, of what you did. And it has nothing to do with how you scored on the raid. Is, is that how you read it as well? Yeah. So... <clears throat> Basic, and this is only applicable. I should before we even like spiral down this. This is only yeah. applicable to the crate raid. Correct. So yep. the other raids are not going to have that individual track. It's only going to be the guild reward, um, and the guild reward is the same for everyone. So you're not being divided one to fifty. Now it's yep. You finished the raid, or you got seventy five percent of the raid, or fifty, whatever it was. This is your reward for it. Yep. And then your individual track is, I'm picturing it like your conquest track. Okay. So you you check in at, at mile, because they also said for your individual track is you get to collect those rewards as soon as you hit the milestone. Yeah. Yep. So as you are posting your attempts and you have to actually post them, like it, it will say you scored X amount of points um, or did X amount of damage. And the maximum damage is this much. Do you want to submit it? And you say yes yep. or no. And then you can try again, or you you're like, yep, that's the best that I know I can do. Submit, and then that puts you along the path. And the points that you get are based off the difficulty tier that you choose. Yes. So, and I think that's what's going to be tied to your like um, gate entrance, so to speak. So. If I choose difficulty five, it might be like, okay, you, you can take whatever team from this faction, these factions in, but they all have to be relic five minimum. Yep. Um, and you could choose difficulty seven. Yeah. That's the, the super interesting part is that it, again, I think that gets back to you're competing with yourself. You're not competing with anyone, anyone else. Mm -hmm. And um, then. You have the opportunity, though, because you picked a higher difficulty than me to earn yeah. more points individually. Yep. So you would get further on that individual track. And and not to use a sports ball analogy here, but <laughs> um, my, my son ran cross country this fall. This is very similar to, to, to running where, it, again, he had to explain this to me a thousand times, but his goal is his goal is to do better than he did in the past in the previous race. Mm -hmm. And then however everyone does that essentially gives them a total score. And that says whether they're team one or not, but it's not, it's not a team competition on that side. It's more just, can I do better than I did the last time? If everyone does better, ultimately they, they win from that side. So it's, it's um, 
I like this. And, and the first time that I read it, I I missed this this the the piece that you're in your bucket and I'm in my bucket. I kind of looked at it as like, well, mm-hmm. if we're not tracking damage anymore. And it's mm-hmm. I got to get to 200 points. You know, I need to get I need to get one more point that than Sarah gets on on the raid so I can get a higher bucket. Um, now, all of that said, you have to contribute to the raid. Like this, this right. is not um, one. There is no join and collect. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to actually do something. Yeah. Uh, but but also, if you're not contributing to your guild score. That lowers the overall reward structure that everyone's going to get from that side. Right. And you don't get rewards now if you don't contribute. Yeah. It's it's like similar to Territory War. If you don't post yep. banners, yeah. you don't get rewards. Yep. Um, so, oh, I just had, I had a, a point come into my head and now it's gone about these rewards. Um. Oh, right. So if if we are choosing different difficulty levels, and this is me speculating how it would work, because again, we don't have the answers. And it's one of the questions that I was thinking about, but how would, like, would your score do more da- damage effectively and eat more of the phase up when you post it? And I think what, based off of me reading it again, I think what they will do, this is what I would do, because I feel like this is the logical answer. If the max and they are giving you a maximum score that you can earn on your attempts so you can't go in and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the whole thing that that they're like yeah Yeah. the max is you could solo it they might be like no the max is you can only kill 10 percent of it like yeah and that's it i think what will happen is the harder the difficulty you choose the more points obviously you're earning and the more damage you're doing but also the more hp the boss would have the rate so you are effectively still doing the same percentage yes yeah so i think if you and i did the same team let's say but i did difficulty five and you did difficulty seven if we both posted five percent your individual reward track would be yeah. further along because you get more points than I do. But we both did 5% towards the raid being completed. And I think where, where and, and that, that was the way that I read it as well, again, after the third attempt. It, I, I think where the the interesting decision point for people will be is, let's say it's capped at 10%. Mm-hmm. Am I better served getting in and doing 10% of the raid for the guild at a lower difficulty or doing 5% and maximizing my reward. Right. You know, because like I, I've got a friend of mine who's in a somewhat of a starter guild or it's an alt guild. And he he's complaining that there's, there's four or five like high level alts that are there that are doing all the damage in the raids on those side. It's like, but in all fairness, we probably can't clear it without them. So those are the kind of people that might in certain places might have to decide Am I in for the, the good of the guild or am I in the good because I'm a mercenary and I'm, I'm in for the good of, good of myself? And, and um, again, I, I think I, I still want to see how this plays out. Yeah. Um, I I still think the the better rosters are going to get better payouts. Yes, I agree. And I'm concerned that it's going to continue to build a gap. Mm-hmm. I could totally so, see that. Yeah. I can and and that's where like a lot of my questions were coming from is 
how does this reward structure work? What does this look like in terms of, of the track? Like, and obviously we don't have those answers, but they are, I think, valid questions that anyone would be concerned about, especially if you are in a guild and, um, exactly like, like your, your friend, for example, you can be in a guild that is an alt guild or a starter guild or whatever, or even just a guild that is mixed and that has players of all types of GP yeah. in it. And so, which means you could theoretically be in a guild that has players that have Han, Kenobi and Treya yeah. and they're good. But maybe somebody towards the bottom still needs to finish their Treya shards. Yeah. Or still needs to finish their Kenobi shards or whatever, like, what if you get a brand new player that buys the hyperdrive bundle and builds up and joins your guild and they're like, great, I need Han and Kenobi. And you're like, well, we're not doing those raids. We're doing the Sith Triumvirate yeah. raid. Yeah. Because now we only get to choose one. But, but okay, so this is, this is where I think you and I disagree on what the reward structure is going to be. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's not clear. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I see both sides of this. What I interpreted this to be is that let's use Heroic Sith as an example. Okay. If my guild chooses to go mm-hmm. into Heroic Sith, mm-hmm. I am going to get the equivalent of simmed raid rewards mm-hmm. for both pit and tank, which means I get Han shards, GK shards as well as whatever I earn mm-hmm. in Treya shards. Right. C pit goes away or yeah, C pit goes away. If I find myself in a in a crate guild, capable guild, but I don't have those characters, mm-hmm. I'm going to get pit hat and H Sith rewards as part mm-hmm. of my reward payout. That's, That's where the I, way that I re- the way that I read it. So I read it that you will get pit and tank, but Sith is an unknown it, to me because so, um, so there are, are two things that make me think this. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna find it because yeah. Uh, okay, so th- when they talk about one raid only, so you're picking one. That's yeah. that's the one you get to do. So they say raid simming has now been removed because you focus on one raid at a time and it doesn't make sense yet, et cetera. Because of this new system, we did not add simming to the heroic Sith raid, nor redo that reward track. And then later on, they talk about the reward system changes. And in red, they say that the personal reward track will equal and replace the old simmed rewards and you only get the personal yeah. reward track in crate and and heroic sith or yeah heroic sith hasn't been simmable yeah um so i'm like where do those treya shards go because what if you are in a guild where you don't have treya and you're doing the crate raid so, so this is a leap of faith yeah thing and and, and i'm making the leap of faith that that, that cg has has identified this gap and they're going to find a way to fill it. Like it's, it's going to be this weird piece that we're not going to give you a simmable H, you know, or, or, or heroic Sith mm-hmm. because people will ask for that before we get the new raid, but we're going to make sure that people are whole to, to get Treya. Like I, 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 
arguably the 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 Treya rewards are valuable to everyone in the game at this point, even even mm-hmm. for folks that are at the high end of rosters, because so much of that converts into relic five through ten material that that's that's or nine. Ten's mm-hmm. not coming, but let's be honest, folks. This is where we're going to get relic ten. It's it's going to yeah. be in this raid. Um, yeah, Molpoki wanted to know why I was giving everyone hope a little bit earlier. I just stole it all back. But <laughs> but, uh, but but so I I I, I think. Man, it would be such a miss after the last 18 months of spending all this time fixing the gear challenges mm-hmm. for them to miss on including Treya shards mm-hmm. into this. I, I'm uh, I'm gonna take a leap of faith and also yeah. assume that those shards are going to be in your personal track. Yeah. Um but I see why you why why you think it I I, I agree that it's ambiguous, but I think yeah. I think they're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that they will do it because also like for for players who do have um like players like us, for example, we have Han, we have Treya, we've we've got them. Um we don't get to do those raids anymore. We yeah. will our guild will be will be moving forward, we'll be yeah. doing the crate raid. Yeah. Like that that's where we're headed, which means we are not getting the shard stop shard shop currency from han kenobi yep. and Treya shards which sounds minimal but, but it like it, it adds up and it's great for the gear 12 gear which we need to get to relics it's great for datacrons like we want the pet currency and to me it would feel like a slap and maybe a slap in the face is too strong of a phrase but it would feel hypocritical of cg yeah. to be like yeah. well you don't need those shards so we're not going to include them and you don't get the shard shop currency when they wouldn't let when a bunch of the player base complained about not being able to do proving grounds and get the shard shop currency and their their explanation for it was not to break the gear economy right and i think that this would go be the opposite thing and feel hypocritical so i feel like they have to be there to maintain that kind of level of um like sincerity almost like that sounds yeah. like the wrong word but 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 I, I think i think you're right and i you know the other piece of this is you know what so so they also said that c pit is going away it's yes, just which it is, just disappears which is very interesting because where so where do those materials yeah. go now and look they're they're gonna they're gonna go into the next raid i mean the, the reality is that that and this is why i, I i'm not joking when i say relic i i am you cannot convince me otherwise that relic 10 will not come along with this and the raid will be the primary source of relic material with tw and kind of the other pieces being the secondary path to to getting some of these pieces um it just makes sense that it's going to be introduced from that side uh the other is as we were talking through this um what do you think we're going to get as a character for the raid man do you think there will be a character? I do. I, okay. I didn't. I didn't until until <laughs> we we started talking about Trey in the middle of this, and that's why I started looking up at the ceiling, and I and I, I, I think I I think I know. Okay, I'm curious because I I feel like it has to be tied to the theme. Yes, in partially tied to the theme, but also so there was a comment made at the end 
of the road ahead. Okay. That got pulled out. Okay. And the comment was, well, we know that no one's still reading at this point, so we might as well just put it in. But I hope you've worked on your your Sith ships. Right. That was in um, um, the kit. Yeah. Oh, it was in the kit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Under his inspiration I, or something yeah. like that. I think we are going to get the Ravager as the Rake reward. Would that fit the theme? Yes, because if it's Old Republic is in there, the Ravager would be the same time frame. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I, I don't know when the, so, so, man, we're going to go off on a tangent here. Everyone is assuming that we're going to get a capital ship for Trench. The Ravager is this thing that's been coming forever. Uh, we're going to talk about the billion and a half characters that are, that are currently <laughs> yeah. just hanging out in the ether right now. I don't know another way for them to bring two capital ships into the game outside of one of them comes in as part of the raid. Right. And one goes to a store yeah. or something. Yeah. It goes to a store. It's the, it's the summer uh, capital ship, you know, meta shift, you know, type, type thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth would be cool. Because he was he was at that raid as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. In Mando. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, Mando, right? Yeah. Yeah. They all they all bleed together in my brain. Um I so I was kind of just assuming we wouldn't get a character yep. because we didn't get one with with C Pit, and I was just yep. relating it to that raid because that yeah. was the, yeah. the newest. Um and I'm I'm assuming that they're going to have to take the rewards from C-Pit and put them yeah. into, yep. into crate. Because where else, where else do you... It, look, you take the R8 and R9 material out of C-Pit and you don't put it anywhere else. Well, we we're just going to stop at R7. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like that, that, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, there are yeah. just like all of these questions that I'm like, okay, well, where does this go now? Where does this go? So I am very curious. Um, okay. So one raid only. There's only one yes. type of ticket yep. we're going to get. Again, you pick your you pick your raid. So your guild could pick, okay, we're doing Sith raid. That's what we're working on. And once you've, the idea is once you've mastered that raid, you go on to the next yep. level, so to speak. Um. This also makes it, they pointed out with them doing this more modular for them and they're able, kind of like territory yeah. battles, they're able to slide things around. Um, I'm, con- I'm also convinced we're, we're going to get a, sh- this is how we're going to get a ship raid because they yes. can also do it in one phase and, and I can, I can because they're going to, they, they put this model in where they, they're selective with how many are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have to worry about how do I do four phases worth of attacks when I have seven capital ships. Yeah. No, exactly. you get three capital ships. That's all you get. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I think that the, and, and I think we are, I think we will see a a ship raid before the end of the year. I mean, everyone has been asking for a ship raid. Yeah. And 
while I am indifferent to raids, like I don't yep. really care what the theme is or whatever. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to actually do them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've also been saying we need something else for ships that makes us want to engage with them more. And a ship raid would do that. Yeah. Um, oh, there's another. We'll, we'll talk about the other the other uh, option for the raid character. Okay. okay. Uh, when we get into the kits. Okay. Um, um, okay. So then they go over like the reward system changes. It's, yeah. it's like, it's a novel. It is a absolute <laughs> novel. So again, the individual track is only on the crate raid. All of the other raids, they're getting rid of challenge pit. All of the other raids stay. And they only have the guild reward, which is yeah. everyone gets the same thing. Um, <clears throat> you have to have an attempt to get the rewards done. Uh, I do like this as well, uh, that they threw this in individual reward track. So yep. if for whatever reason the raid ends and you haven't claimed all of your uh, rewards on your track, they just go to your inbox. So you yep. don't lose them which I think was smart. It's the same thing with Conquest. If you don't claim everything in that, yep. it goes to your inbox um, when it ends. And then we get a shiny new raid currency, only in the new raid. Yeah, yeah. So whatever Watch we're going to buy from there. That's where they're going to put cam. Cam you shards think- are going to be... <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna put more cam shards yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, they're gonna just put cam shards there. That's gonna it's gonna be cam shards everywhere that that you, you need to be well past cam by the time that you can actually earn something to go get cam <laughs> shards. So yeah. Um and then they say whenever a player joins a guild, this is interesting. They're subject to a lockout period before you can join a raid. Yeah. So I'm curious how long that's going to be. Because right now, as long as you're in the guild before the raid launches, you can join it. Uh, I I expect it to be punitive. Yeah, I'm expecting because the, this is the other thing. A CG has been talking about for years. Yeah, I don't want people uh, murking. Yep. Um, and making it so that you can't just step out in between territory wars yeah. Yeah. and then leave. Uh, well, I mean, you're not going to be able to do that anyway because the raid. Yeah. Well, the raid in- won't end. And and let's let's peel that back a little bit because murking was a mutually beneficial endeavor. I go help a guild that can't clear the raid on their own, clear the raid in exchange for so they get rewards in exchange for I get first place rewards. That that was mm-hmm. that was yes. the, the the contract that was there. Now because everyone gets paid out on rewards whether they can clear the raid or not. Mm-hmm. You don't need the, that. The, the, you don't need it. The advantage is, is that, that, that that mutually beneficial contract doesn't exist anymore. It's now only beneficial to the person who can go in and maximize their piece. So let's just get that whole concept out of the game. And again, I, I know that people do it, and I've, I've done it a few times. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but, but you know, it's I think it's a relic of, of, of an older part of the game, and we're starting to see all these changes that, that are happening, and it's, it's just time to, you know, with a Jedi die. Yeah, and I mean, and they did say that the raid doesn't end. So if the raid is going yeah. to last two days or three days, it doesn't end when someone kills it off. At the, they yeah. get the killing yeah. blow, it's still open, regardless of if you're four hours in or almost three days in. It stays open until the bitter end. So you can't just step out and go do a merc because you're not going to get your rewards. And, and the way that 
the way I also interpret that is that there's probably a so it's a point system. So it's like mm-hmm. I, we 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 got or but to th- this is where like I don't think it's give you this case of it's like a it's like a hundred percent bar and you drain all the way down to hundred percent to one hundred percent. Uh, because the way that they talk about it is that if you achieve the top guild track mm-hmm. as an individual, you can go in and keep doing all of your fights to maximize portion of it. So it, it's almost like um, if you do a hundred thousand points of damage, you get 50 points. And if the guild gets 25,000 total points, you win, but mm-hmm. you're not killing the, the great dragon at that point. So you can keep going in and taking hits. And, and, and so you, you maximize. Oh, your that, okay. That's the way that I, the way that I interpret it, at least. Mm-hmm. Let I me, like that. I, I think the, all of the Europeans in American guilds, that's the way they're viewing it. Mm-hmm. Because they do see this as a great opportunity for the to being able to go in and kind of you know maximize what they're doing, and I guess just not Europeans, but but you know folks from from other time zones or what we've got time zone uh, yeah. challenges. So, um, that that's a great idea actually. I like that. Uh, Mole Pokey just mentioned this, and we did not mention this idea. Uh, completely forgot about this. You have your individual reward track. CG's probably going to sell us yeah. an individual reward track plus the same that they do with conquest. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you can get two tiers of rewards, right? Like I'm sure that's going to happen. I heard you like calendars in your calendars that, that that's really what this is going <laughs> to turn into. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would be shocked if we don't see that. Uh, it's, it, it's interesting how much, the biggest change that I've seen from CG's monetization strategy mm-hmm. is a move towards more straight cash options than crystal exchange into buying things. And mm-hmm. if they're going to offer a pass, it's going to be a $5 pass or it's going to be a, it's going to be a $20 pass for four rate attempts. It's going to be like that. That's at least the way that I, that I see that, but I, um, I, I don't see it being crystal funded, but, and I, and I expect it to be, if they do that, it, again provided it's priced around like the conquest pass mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be really really successful yeah and and jackenstein i agree you would probably be buying it once a week um which i mean there's that relic pack that's in i think it's a relic material pack like it shows yeah. up mondays and tuesdays it's ten dollars you get energy you get relic materials in it i think it would be the same idea as that i, I think that i would be surprised if you're launching the new raid more than once a week yeah, I agree. I also would be surprised if it's more than once a week. I think it'll be every seven days and it'll probably be open for three. You know, so it's like it's it's one of these cases that always launches on a Wednesday. Um it's open, you know, through Saturday and then it opens then it launches again on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, because they just really seem to to like this kind of four week cycles of everything that they're doing. You can get four in a month. Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, again, every if if you're collecting your six hundred tickets, um which man, I would love it if they would just get rid of tickets in general. Yeah, just just make it, just let us launch them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I would, I could totally see a track yeah. for that. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then they they go into the limited faction use again. Um, yeah. Which, again, totally fine with this, but they do say that. Uh, so one, the raids that are staying, so pit pit tank and sith um 
are not going to be limited. They're going to stay how they are. It's just for crate. And then if there are new raids in the future, um, they may or may not be limited by factions. Yep. And and I don't think this was a discord corner, but I did. Someone actually did ask me this question this week around based off of the factions that are there for the, the raid. What do you prioritize? You prioritize the hot cartel. Yeah, and then you wait on everything else because the HUD cartel is the only one that we know is going to be awesome in multiple game modes. The, the Jawas are going to be; they'll probably be a ton of fun in the raid. They're they don't move the needle anywhere else. Mandalorians do, but mm-hmm. um, Old Republic again. Most of us kind of have characters that are, that are sitting in that range. The Tuscans again, I they're probably going to look cool on paper, uh, but I, I think we need to shake out whether they're going to be good in other game modes or not. So. Mm-hmm. It's the hot cartel and everything else right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then again, the base difficulty. So this is what we were talking about earlier, yeah. where I get to choose my difficulty, you get to choose yours. And based off how hard it is, uh, there's different modifiers, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, this is This is where it gets interesting, though. So limited successful attempts per player. And I think this is where it is for me i'm like could be good could be bad i don't know um so they don't say how many attempts we get and this is successful attempts so again you can go in and then it'll ask you whether or not you want to post it which i think we've been begging for forever exactly and if you say no it doesn't eat up an attempt you get to try again so basically this is this is the equivalent of airplane mode (laughs) Except we don't have to do airplane mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, so one, this is kind of cool because, in my opinion, if you're limited on factions, that already limits your teams. So you're yeah. already limited on on your attempts by that. Um, but if this is a raid that's open for the whole week, and say you could keep going in and even after it's quote-unquote dead to throw uh teams at it to to up your personal track if you've already hit your successful attempts cap you you can't go in anymore which means if it's open for five days five out of the seven days in the week and it's conquest and territory battle and whatever going on i think that's gonna help manage time a little bit i I do too I, i i don't I don't know for sure. Obviously, when we're first figuring it out, it's not because we're all yeah. going to be like, this team doesn't work. This does. You have to mod this way. Like you're going to be trying different strategies Ugh, and it's going to take, I know, and it's going to take a lot of time to figure that out. But once you figured it out, you could theoretically do all of your attempts yeah. on your lunch break. Yep. And then that's it. You're done. Or you know, when your boss is trying to tell you about how your organization changed and maybe how your comp structure is changing instead of paying attention <laughs> to that, you know, you're, 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 you're doing right. So you know, right. that works as well. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the other thing that they did say earlier in this with the defiance mechanic that they're adding, you want to inflict debuffs or yeah, something, yeah. something about debuffs yep. you want to do, but it also says you want to do high bursts of damage within a short time frame which makes me yeah. wonder if we're going to get a timer on the oh attempt. no i i think it's a i think it's a topple mechanic 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it could totally be a, a topic. Yeah, mechanic. I, I think I think it's a topic problem mechanic or something similar to that. So, um, yeah, I hope yeah. it's cooler than a topical mechanic. I would hope so too, but I mean, yeah. But it, it made it sound like you're not going to be in there yeah. very long. Yep. Yeah. No, I I don't I don't expect this to be twenty minutes grinding the Sith raid type type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think it's going to be. It's going to be what a lot of us expect mobile games to be, you know, mm -hmm. five minutes at a time. Uh, and again, they're going to be people that are going to try and again, the, I'm going to run the seven or eight times because I'm going to squeeze out like here's here's my point total that I'm going to I'm going to hit, and unless I hit that, you know, I'm 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 going to keep going back. But those are the people who are like, nope, I'm going to just I want to get my 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 five good fights in, call it a day, and then get out. So totally, and and there will be people that. If the, if we do see like a uh, raid pass plus whatever purchase, yeah. there will be people that will buy that so that they can basically yeah. be like, I'm just going to throw yeah. five teams against the wall and get extra rewards because I paid for the yeah. track and call it a day. And that'd be great. Yeah, we'll pay for convenience any day of the week. Well, I'm like, that's the thing. Like people will do that, and yeah. that's that's totally your prerogative, yeah. right? Like if that's going to offset how much time you're in the game. I totally understand the people who can't do that for whatever reason and don't want to spend a lot of time in the game. The wording that they use, though, makes me think that we're not going to be in here very long. Yeah. Uh, th this whole convenience thing, as a quick aside, do they have crumble cookie up in Canada? I don't think so. I mean, if they do, it's not gluten-free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, so uh, it's this cookie place, and and uh, it's it's really good, but it's not. I'll go drive two miles to get it. Mm -hmm. But the second they started doing Uber Eats delivery for it, like every Thursday, the family's like, "So do we really want to look at this? Like, do we want to do? It? Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's do this." So yeah, it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That that's exactly, sorry exactly what it is. No, it's, it's man. I I'm hitting all of the terrible notes. I'm bringing up. You know, cookies. I I might be having an adult beverage. It's like all the things that you can't have in life right now. So, no terrible co-host tonight. No. Terrible co-host. <laughs> no, we're we're all good. Um, okay. So then they they they're gonna call these raids legacy raids. Yeah, yeah. They're they're staying. It's it's all the fun stuff that we've said. Um, um, raid points, etc. It, they do say, and I completely skimmed this point, actually. Um, the final phase will end once the boss has been defeated like they currently do. Yeah, so yeah. it's not going to stay open. It'll end. Unless you're yeah, doing a, yeah. a non-heroic. Yeah. yeah. But if you're doing a heroic Sith Trumvirate, once that final phase is done, it's done. Yep. Uh, so. The other piece, mm -hmm. again, as an officer who's had to deal with this, I, I don't. Uh, they're getting rid of all of the uh, quests in those yeah. things associated with territory battles and raids. So no more, hey, can we go back to Hoth questions? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they will just like replace it with a different quest or if they'll just give everyone yeah. the the tag, like the reward for it that. You get like a what a title and an avatar yeah. or whatever. So, so for anybody who's been farming Wampa kills for the past two years, 
uh, trying yeah. to get that that bounty hunter one done. You're you're good. It's it's you you can move on now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then they they list the order of the raids, like we said. Yep. And then they're removing the challenge rancor, because this is this was weird. What did you think about this phrasing? I was like, as it has served its purpose in our previous raid system, like. It, its purpose was to deliver R8 and R9 raid or uh, relic material. And as that will be, I'm reading this as this will all shift over into the new raid. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to do it any longer. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's not, and, and because it doesn't carry a character associated with it, mm-hmm. they can they can just truck lift the, the raid rewards to something else yeah. and just kill it. Collectively, I think there are very few things that CG would chalk up as being a failure right. in the life cycle of this game. C-Pit is a, is a failure as far as I'm concerned. It was I released totally as a failure. Their, their concept behind it was a failure. And, <clears throat> and I think what they probably find is that the engagement in C-Pit is probably very low because it can't be soloed. Right. You know, yeah, there's still like I'll I'll still go solo the H Sith raid because I can just do it. Right. C pit, I, I just it's not worth chasing multiple phases and trying to line up teams and all that other piece. But I, I, I think C pit is dead because it's 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 a failure in the game. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um I I I think you're right that they're just gonna pick up the rewards yeah. and move them because otherwise I think if they p- kill it and don't do that, there's going to be a ton of backlash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you, yeah. you have to, you have yeah. to move them. I'm going to take a week off the internet if they do that. So, <laughs> um, so they do say that there's going to be a blackout period yep. one week before all this starts. So raids are going to be canceled. If you have raids launched, they're going to yep. be canceled. You're not going to get rewards for them. Um, we will get the maximum amount of the new raid. Everyone, all guilds, get the maximum yep. amount of the new raid currency um, once the blackout period's over. And we'll be able to start whatever raid of our choice immediately. So I'm assuming they'll be like, here's your, your initial ticket launch and you can start whichever raid you want. Um, which I I like this depending what the yeah. what what well, the, the currency is going to be capped at because this is going to help guilds that aren't doing the crate raid they yeah. don't get that currency you will get it so you can now go use it uh, to buy something so okay so so i read this differently i i read the max so so the maximum amount of raid currency is to make up for canceling raids. I when I read this, I saw this as I read raid currency and thought raid tickets and the weirding. And I'm like, oh well, yeah, mm. they always do that, so you can launch it right away. But no, so so this is the this is the I I, I ate all your rewards, so you can go burn currency for it. I wonder if maybe that's how they're going to handle the the raid character shards is with raid currency. Maybe. I I don't think you could do that though because then you're basically saying 
to the players who get the shard shop currency from that. You have to use part of your currency if you want to continue yeah. getting the shard yeah. shop currency. Fair enough. So I don't know if you could. So we finished that time machine so we can just kind of hurry up and get to when this releases so we can just uh, answer all these questions and come back. Right. Um, okay. And then like you can't abandon raids. There's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff that's going to be changing. And uh, <clears throat> they're going to put them in the events screen. So yeah. events screen will have you know, your galactic challenges, all that kind of stuff. And it will also have raids, territory battles, yeah. and territory wars. Um, and so they do say more information about this is coming in the road ahead in April. So Which, I don't think we're going to yeah. see any of these changes before May. May the 4th. May this the 4th. is the big May. This is, this is the big May the 4th event. I, I, I yeah. Um, Man, I've made some very, very definitive comments tonight that by no means will come back and bite me in the ass when none of them come true because we don't record this, right? Right. All right, good. Yeah, great. So so don't remember anything. <laughs> no yeah, one will remember sense. anything. Um, yeah, I don't. I wonder if if that in that road ahead, maybe we'll see. I would hope we will see like some initial. Yeah. Uh artwork and I, I would expect it to all be kind of out there by by that point so um man i hope it's going to be ready by then because if not that's a we're another we're another quarter away from it being released at that point so yeah it would be released what if it's not ready then end of summer it's so like july yeah. august ish yeah yeah yikes okay Okay, we're not even done. Like, that's just the raid part of the road ahead. Holy moly, I forgot that there was actually, yeah. like, more. <laughs> we, now, now we move on to the synergy part of our show where EA called CG and said, hey, we need you to do a little bit of advertising for us. So mm -hmm. how can we how can we make this work out together? Which, again, is, is super cool. Um, I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. We're getting Cal Kestis in the game. Yeah, uh, I think every um, I keep I kept hearing people ask for Cal Kestis yeah, to come to the yeah. game. It, and and I think one, it, and I I know on, on Crate you said you haven't played it. Um, I haven't I, finished I it. You haven't finished it. I I played it. Uh, I I thought it was. I thought frankly, I thought all the characters were really good in that game. So it's mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm a little different than than Zareth that I'm. I, I don't tend to pick lines that Lucas wrote 40 years ago, not realizing that I'm going to build this massive universe <laughs> that and, and kind of hold a response for that. But uh, for for those that, because we actually have a couple people in our guild that was just like, I don't know who redhead Jedi guy is. Mm -hmm. um, Cal Kestis was uh, the star of, of the game Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, and we're going to get a journey guide based around Cal Kestis. Mm -hmm. uh, that will result in two Cal Kestis characters coming to the game. Yeah. So this so, is this yeah. is Hero's Journey. So yes. This is so Hero's Journey, just to refresh everyone. That's your your CLS, that's your JTR, yeah. it's your BAM. Um Be I'm ready. blanking, that, that, blanking yeah. on others, but uh, the Grand Inquisitor. 
this will be a Grand Inquisitor style. You need to have all your characters ready. It's going to release for a week, and then it goes away for a while. Right. So, uh, right. What what they've told? Yeah. <laughs> will so what? The, will I wonder if it will stay because Bam stayed right. Bam went straight. Wait, straight so, so Bam was a hero's journey. And he stayed in the journey guide. Then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have that backwards. See, so CLS and Ray mm-hmm. both were three month, three month, three yeah. Months. They because they were before they made this whole yeah journey guide thing. Um, I don't know. So so here's here's how um, here's how I look at them. Mm-hmm. The only the only immediately available guide characters mm-hmm. are the ones released in December. Okay. That that's the one thing that they all have in common. They were they were the end mm-hmm. of character, end of end of year character release that, that bridged through the holiday season that mm-hmm. were immediately available in the journey guide. Okay. And and actually Ger- Guernsey is saying in chat they specifically said they did something different with Bam and put him into the into the guy in right away and then the other two were, were legacy events correct which is totally yeah. different yeah. and then grand yeah. inquisitor is technically a legendary is he a legendary that's what they said he was unless i'm missing okay. re- miss i could 100 be misremembering but i swear they said legendary character um so maybe maybe he shows up and then is gone for three months I, or six, I think like that, Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think this is going to be a, an available and go situation unless they tell us otherwise. Well, I, I, they would tell us otherwise, but I um, I think so too. Only because of what they say, he's going to be. You're going to want him for. Well, and and the the timeline lines up to when roughly lines up to when they dropped the Inquisitorious for a july release you know it's, it's he's going to be like the the summer the big summer release character mm-hmm. that, that 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 comes in as part of that um and, and again this is the piece that i didn't pick up on this the, the first time that i read it frankly by the time i got to this point I was your so brain tired. was melted i just i needed i needed a nap so <laughs> um we are getting two versions of cal kestis yes so the first is cal kestis scrapper which right. is an unaligned force user based on the character from Fallen Order and BD1 will be with him is, is what they said. Mm-hmm. The end of the journey will give us Cal Kestis and I don't know if they survive is what they're calling it because the new game is called Jedi Fallen Order Survivor. Mm-hmm. That will be Cal Kestis Survivor and it's heavily implied. Actually, yeah, it's implied. I don't think they actually they don't they don't say it. He will be a Jedi as part of that. So he's going to go with all of your your awesome Jedi uh, team mm-hmm. coming out of that. Um, we're supposed to get a total of six characters from the Fallen Order games, which to me is five characters in the in the legendary or or is the Marquis kind of leading into it. Um, they said that we'll get Sir Junda. Who yeah. is uh it's it's Gaylor for, for those uh Letterkenny fans, it's the it's the Jedi that mm-hmm. looks like Gaylor. Um, not <laughs> a horny old goat. 
and they said that she will be a leader for generic unaligned force users. So we're, we're going to see like a cool mix of characters, which uh, I have a, I'll share what my thought is on what's going to be cool about that coming up. Um, Marin, which I think is really the character that everyone wants, which mm-hmm. is the super cool night sister coming in, and she will be a night sister lifter unit. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they said that what Cal will mm-hmm. get a territory battle Omnicron, and he will get a territory mm-hmm. battle dedicated mission on Braca mm-hmm. when he comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah so and, and that's why i'm wondering if they will just put him in the journey guide and keep him there yeah because yep. because of that territory battle battle that's going to be yep. added um and mole pokey made a great comment just reiterating what you were saying this is a synergy thing between ea and ad- like advertising yeah, yeah. which yeah. was was the same as bam it was designed yep. to bring people into yeah. the game that liked that character right so i could totally see them uh doing that he gets three territory battle well they don't say that they're all territory battles but yeah. i'm assuming that they are all territory yeah. battle omicrons um so yeah i i, I have tinfoil hat okay so so remember when we got the list of uh hero characters for rise of the empire territory battle yes okay and Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum was on that list. And what the light side characters get mm-hmm. is bonuses she's, when they attack out of turn. She's on the list for mixed. She is. Uh, for okay. mixed, yeah. And, but in, in the mixed side, they but it's get the, it's the attack bonuses out of turn. for attack out of turn, which is not part of her kit. In fact, mm-hmm. and there's no team that she works on that has that part of her kit. Oh, I think I think Sarah is going to have an attack out of turn mechanic, which again, we see a lot of those in territory battle focused teams because they work really well from that side mm-hmm. i think that it's going to be like call all unaligned uh, force users to assist type mechanic and that's why they put that into ahsoka's kit they're going to put it there and then she's going to kind of go with that team and it's going to be it's going to be awesome from, from that side so mm, uh, okay that that's my tinfoil that that's i'll be on I'm, I'm I'm just fingers crossed, hoping that's that's what it is. So. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, because I remember seeing her there uh, and be like, "This is a weird, yeah. weird uh, thing." But yep. Um. Okay, so we're getting them for territory battle. We're we are getting a yep. new mission. They they've mentioned that. Um. They do say, and again, this is them being really transparent with us and saying yeah. you're gonna want them. Your use of these characters, so the fought the Jedi Fallen Order characters that are coming, use of these characters for conquest feats. We know right now what the conquest feats are for the next two iterations. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna end sometime in April. Um, is the last run, if I remember it ends like the first week of April or something like yeah. that. I was looking at the math because I was like at the dates, because I was like, that is right around. I'm gonna be like two or three weeks post baby at that point. <laughs> um <laughs> but that means sometime towards like the mid to end of april yeah. is when we're going to get the new feats yeah and i wonder if that's when we start to see these already yeah i i, I think that's probably when we see them as well i think that that, that makes a lot of sense there so which means um, we, we would need to get these marquees happening soon so 
The problem is that we're tied up for the month of February with Tuscans. Yeah. So, but also they push back Sir Fallen Order to April, which makes me think that they want to start getting these characters out in April. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it'll be, oh man. Unless, I don't know how we're going to get all this in. Unless they're not in the next volume of Conquest and they're in the one after that. Because maybe they want you to yeah. use Calcast as Survivor. Yeah. Oof. That's going to be... Um... Like that. He could... He could. They could very well have a win with Calcast as Survivor surviving I, feat. I'm, I'm becoming more and more inclined to think that he's going to go right to the journey guide. I think he will go right to the journey. I, 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 yeah. I think he will. I, I'm, I'm being I'm being talked into it. Only because uh conquest feats, territory battle, bonus zone. Yeah. Um he's gonna get a new mission on Braca with yeah. with Seer. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Yeah. And, and Mopoki makes another <laughs> really great point. We also might see Zori's ship at some yeah. point. Like <laughs> Although, you know what? If they just want to give me Zori's ship on a chase in the middle yeah. of another marquee event, man, two thumbs up. This guy would love that. So I would be um, completely content with the uh, with another chase for yeah. a new ship. Like so totally cool. Throwing an idea out there. What if the what if the Fallen Order characters actually come in a in a mar in a chase that, that was like the tie defender? Oh. That would be new. So, so have they done that before for characters or just ships? So we got the we got Quill and IG eighty eight on a chase like event. I think right. there were marquees and then they rolled into it. They rolled into a chase after that. Um, mm -hmm. But I'll be honest, five thousand crystals to get so twenty five thousand crystals to get a journey guide character a, a character to the level of bam because that's going to be the other piece of piece immediately available it's going to be it's going to be a bam level character who's really good who is good 25 25 crystals to get that oh yeah i'd do that in a heartbeat that that yeah. wouldn't that, that that would be a that'd be a no-brainer almost so um yeah yeah um but that that is it so they at the end, go. They're talking about bouncing between planets. Tatooine, yep. Kashik, Braca, Kashik, um, yep. and then we get the road ahead in April, where yep. they're going to go into the raid some more. They said, and drop a few more exciting announcements, which is probably going to lead into May the fourth. Yep. Um, but also, I forgot about this uh, yesterday. It'll also be leading into Return of the Jedi anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So there could be even more. <laughs> and how how great would that be if the April announcement is hey, the raid starts in three weeks. Here's the here's the fallen order characters, and by the way, Galactic Legend Leia is coming. So, you know, get 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 your relics ready. Mm -hmm. Um man. Um why do you think they mentioned Kashyyyk because so tattooing makes sense because you got your Tuscans. Yep. Braca makes sense for Calcastus. Um so 
my assumption is there was a Wookiee character named Tarful in Fallen Order that everyone loved. Ah, uh, okay. And I wonder if that, so I actually got to try the Wookiee event today. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, you did? I screwed up. I screwed up. I remodded and then I forgot mm-hmm. to hit push the game and couldn't understand why they got killed so quickly, but it does not seem easy. And I wonder if we're not going to get a Wookiee that's going to slot into that that makes it possible. That would make sense if it is one that's tied to um, Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, I was, I've been hoping this whole, with Bad Batch being on and uh, yeah. Benji is in there. I've been yep. like, yeah, bring him in and then we can do the Wookiee mission. Um, that's kind of who I was assuming. But that makes sense if they're trying to tie it all to yeah. the Cal Kestis yeah. um, stuff. Then that 100% fits. I mean, or maybe we're getting Return of the Jedi Chewbacca with raw meat. <laughs> How many Chewies do we have? Would he be the fifth? He, he uh, would be. He would be. So, um, oh mean, man! It, at least, at least in my house when I was a kid, Chewbacca was the leader of the Wookies, just because they were all hairy. So maybe it's going to be, you know, Chewbacca Ewok chief. You yeah, know, that, that that's what it is. So. Um. Okay. So that's that's the whole road ahead. Other yeah. than the kit that we haven't looked at yet yeah holy crap that was long <laughs> it, it was there was a whole lot there so <laughs> oh man um do we want to look at the kit yeah let's 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 because i'm afraid if we don't we're, we're already behind for the next for the next i know episode uh you want me to read yeah, go for it. Okay, all right. So uh, we're going to get two Tuscans. The first is going to be Tus- Tuscan Chieftain, and they talked about the Tuscan Warrior, which is uh, the woman uh, that that taught you know uh, Django everything in, in the episode. Uh, or Tuscan, uh, yeah, Tuscan is it Tuscan? Yeah, Tuscan Warrior is, is her name. Mm-hmm. So he is a dark side support leader, and of course a Tuscan. Uh, his highlights uh, he's powers up tuscans and shut down enemy turn meter gain with momentum uh, which is the buff that uh cyano Django gets uh keep allies healthy with dispels and protection up stun enemies and inflict them with damage over time mm-hmm. so his basic uh ceremonial dance which is a zeta so this is the second character in a row with a zeta on the basic so uh this is the first marquee with a zeta on a basic is it Yes, because the only other ones are Galactic Legends uh, and Gas. No, I take it back. It was it was a it was an Omni on the the basic for Trench, right? Uh, but this is the first marquee with an Omni on the basic. So, is Zeta? Excuse me. Uh, final text: Call a random other ally to assist, dealing fifty percent more damage. Grant Tuscan allies two stacks of momentum for three turns. Okay. So he does not attack on basic. Uh, he makes someone else do it for him. And Special they hit one, harder than what they hit harder. Them. Yep, they hit harder. Uh, which I think is probably more because they hit like you know stiff breezes right now. So, <laughs> uh, special one token of respect, which is a cooldown of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, final text: Grant all Tuscan allies protection up sixty percent for two turns. Dispel mm-hmm. all debuffs from them and reduce their cooldowns by one. So okay. again, another non-damaging attack. Can I just point out that the animation for this is him like just taking a swig of something? 
So I, I saw in the, it's funny, I read the Q&A more than I read the kit. That's what he offered uh, Django to mm-hmm. drink out of after the thing. But yeah, he's just, he's just chugging some water um, or Tuscan sweat. I don't, I don't really know. So, um, so Tuscan he, moonshine. All, yeah. All he has is a basic and a three turn special. Those are his only two attacks or only two uh, activated abilities. And they don't do attacks. They don't do, they don't do any damage. Uh, it should be pointed out his base speed mm-hmm. is 204. Oh. He's he is the, the fastest fast. character in the game. Yeah. yeah. Other than, uh, other than GLs, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unique one ancestral, ancestral claim. Whenever an enemy recovers health or protection, inflict one stack of damage over time on them for two turns uh, at the end of that turn. Whenever an enemy takes damage from a damage over time effect, Tuscan allies recover 10% health. Tuscan allies are immune to damage over time effects. Oh, interesting. So if you are struggling on Tatooine in Rise of the Empire, mm-hmm. this should get you two for two pretty That easy. is a great point. Yeah. Um, so... The, the, yeah, the, this will just chew through that that whole level. Uh, his leader, Nomadic People, which is a Zeta and an Omnicron. Mm-hmm. Whenever an enemy gains bonus turn meter, grant Tuscan allies one stack of momentum for three turns. Tuscan allies gain 20% defense and tenacity for each stack of momentum on them. Whenever a Tuscan ally is targeted by an enemy and they have at least 10 stacks of momentum, Remove all stacks of momentum. Stun all attacking enemies for one turn, which can't be resisted. And then targeted Tuscan ally takes a bonus turn. For oh. each stack of momentum removed this way, there is a 20% chance plus 5% per relic amplifier level, max 50 total, to inflict a stack of damage over time on each attacking enemy for two turns. Oh. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty easy to get to a 100% chance of putting a damage over time on, which then Ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all right. You okay. attack me. I strip off momentum. I put a damage over time on you and then it expires and I recovered 10% health. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then while in, so, and this is it. So this is the, the Omicron while in three V three grand arenas, Boba Fett sign of Django counts as a Tuscan ally. If there are no characters mm-hmm. that summon at the start of battle, Boba mm-hmm. Fett sign of Django's payout is active and he can't lose momentum stacks except through expiration. Mm-hmm. So there's two things in this, and I saw this in the notes that are that are important to, to understand. So they said the Tuscan that has the 3v3 uh Omnicron that summons an ally. Yeah. If that character's in the in the team, even if you don't have the Omnicron, mm-hmm. it will negate the chieftain's Omnicron. Yeah. And, and they said it's just the way the game's coded. Like there's there's nothing we can do about it because it has the potential for summoning an ally in the gate. So 
these two should never meet in a 3v3 type type right is the first the second and this is an important piece because that this question was asked is that this note about sign of Django can't lose momentum stacks except through they expire on him all of these pieces around if they attack sign you know or if they attack a Tuscan which can potentially stun the other team and it strips up. None of that works in this case. Django does not lose momentum in that scenario that the leader piece only impacts the Tuscans on the team, not Django on that side. So. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, So even though he's counting as a Tuscan ally, it doesn't count. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Um, so the key attributes is puts a halt to turn meter trains in its tracks. So this is, and they, he very specifically said, um, I, I assume this is meathead that, that Phil, that kind of answered the questions. It's very specifically designed to address turn meter train teams. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it's, um, I'm Troopers. ramping up my, my speed trooper, any, any of those things. Uh, I, I wonder if this is, this is like the, this is how you handle the Santa Staros type teams. Mm-hmm. But these ones mm-hmm. that kind of ramp and ramp and ramp. No, no, no. You're going to attack me. I'm going to just take off the momentum and I'm going to just stun everybody. So that's that's fun. Um, he said this is a piece of the Tuscan puzzle, uh, which I assume the other piece will be the Tuscan warrior next week. Yeah. Um, so used to turn meter gains from teams like Imperial Troopers. Um, and then, so some frequently asked questions, how does Nomadic People Leader work with Relic Amplifier levels and targeting? Uh, increases the chance for damage over time applications for momentum is based on the defending unit's Relic Amplifier level. So the more Relic levels you put on, the higher chance that you're going to get to to throw all those other things back the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stun and damage over time application triggers when an ally is targeted, not necessarily attacked. Mm-hmm. So up. Probably so if you exam- do like a like shocks heal, shocks heal or cleanse. Sorry. Uh, what will be interesting is what happens to Echo if you try to daze the team, because that's mm-hmm. a targeted ability, but it doesn't do any damage. So like, does it stun all of the bad batch? Like, does does it just basically oh. flip it back to the, the the bad batch at that point? Um. We need uh, five Tuscans to fill the squad out. This character only makes it four. What is the next Tuscan? You'll get another Tuscan when you get it. Uh, yeah, the joke about B1, type out of power. Yeah. Um, there, and there were, I won't read through all of the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some good ones. Yes, there there were. Um, I just um, want to address real quick, because Blaze Walker yeah. was saying, how can you get to 50 Max 50% if there's only nine relic levels, because plus 5% for relic level. This is the exact same wording yeah. from Omega's kit. Yep. Where yeah. she has a plus fit, and everyone said the exact same thing. I think it's just future proofing. Exactly. This is this is why when we got the Treya Omnicron that yeah. said Dark Side Galactic Legends when it was really geared to Lord Vader. No, no, no. This is just this is a catch-all in some of those cases yeah. where they where they sit. So uh some questions around why the Tuscans were dark side and not neutral. And the answer is mm. just because they didn't want to fix it. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. um, so th- this one I think is interesting because this is counter to how the other ones work. So since the Tuscan chieftain seems to have no offense abilities, uh, you know, special or whatever, uh, this is the one that they did not update any of the spelling. Um, I know. Uh, 
what happens if he's the last character left? Uh, he stays around until he's dead. He, so he does not escape like 3PO, Watt, or or Hoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably that has more to do with the raid than anything makes me think that he doesn't escape so he can you can't bring him back in. Um, and then so does momentum get dispelled from all Tuscan allies or after one Tuscan with 10 stacks gets targeted um, and it's only from the targeted Tuscan um, will they get their own assault battle we, we talked about that the 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 where was the the okay so so this was this is the other interesting piece so any chance for uh, Ash, Arashad Het in the future so Arashad Het was a Tuscan that I believe was a Jedi that ended up going to the dark side. I think that's who Darth Krayt is. Okay. Um, but that might be an interesting character as a reward for the for the Krayt Dragon Raid would be ah. a superpowered Tuscan to, to come out. Um, and the other that I thought of as, as I was reading through this is maybe we get uh, Boba Fett, Sign of Django, dressed as Tuscan. Uh, but we'll, we'll see where it comes <laughs> in. Um, and there was a question. And so I think the other the other question that I, I thought was great. Uh, but we, will you be doing any updates or reworks for the original three Tuscans? And it's like, nope. We like them how they are in Grand Arena. Uh, the reality is, is that you know the the chieftain was designed to polish that turn, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not going to make a change. Which, and again, the way they did it was they make him go really fast. They give him a basic that that call randomly calls him, and then they do fifty percent more damage. So, right, you know, their bump is built into his kit. So, right, he's there. He's their lifter. And so, so that's the cheap. It's it's a pretty simple kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some things, kind of some nuances to to how that works in the the basic or in the in the leader ability. Uh, but yeah, I. I I don't think we can judge him until we really get an understanding of what the what the warrior is going to look like or the the yeah the other one. So that's a that's a good point. Um, and then it's a it's a marquee. So I'm yeah. I'm assuming warrior yeah. is going to be a marquee yeah. as well. Um, by yeah. by my count, if we factor in Zuri, mm-hmm. uh, Trench, and mm-hmm. Reva. Mm-hmm. We need to come up with uh man, it's getting late. The the things we have six of. Oh, mods. Mods. <laughs> uh, we need mod we need mods for 14 characters. Oh my gosh. Um because that, right. that's counting that's counting Jawas as well, because everyone's gonna rank up their Jawas all of a sudden. Yeah. 14 yeah. characters in a very short window will, will, will become relevant that have not been relevant in the game before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Dump on us <laughs> in February, in the first yeah. week of February. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And then, yeah, so they put out the content update today, which I was expecting yep. to see the marquee today. Is it? it it's not in game right now. It would go in tomorrow. Okay. It would go active tomorrow. Right. I haven't right. looked to see if it's actually in the game or not. I didn't. Um but yeah, so we've got we've got this lovely update. Uh Nine Sisters accelerated the typical stuff. Yeah. 
Droidica gets an Omicron. That's the other thing. Yeah. She gets a, ter- is... a Territory Wars Omicron. This is the one that I, I don't know, a lot of people are really excited about. I'm not sure I get it. Uh, so the, the the Omicron piece of it is uh, if all Separatist droids are on the team, Mm-hmm. Droidica gains damage immunity for one turn at the start of the encounter, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Mm-hmm. Droidica also gains one stack of charge for one turn whenever another ally takes a turn, which would be in addition to when an enemy. So whenever anyone takes a turn, it gets a charge. Um, whenever an ally is marked, Droidica gains 25% max health stacking until the end of the encounter. And the ally in the leader slot gains 20% turn meter. At the start of each turn, if Droidica has damage immunity, all allies are immune, immune to daze and stun. While Droidica is marked, all the other allies have 25% potency and 25% and plus 25 speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time Droidica is defeated with marked and an ally is active, revive all allies at the end of the turn. And then all allies recover 100% health. At the start of Droidica's turn, all allies recover 10% health and protection. Um, I don't get it. I think they did this. So this is my my theorizing. Yeah. I think they did this. You have to give Droidica an Omicron for Territory Wars that puts Droidica with the Grievous team because you are yeah. pulling Newt to go with Trench. Okay. And Trench has Territory War Omicrons. Okay, that's fair. But I, I other than that, I'm like that, that that's why. <laughs> so- so you're so limited on the, I mean, it's it's eight teams mm-hmm. in Territory Wars. Mm-hmm. Do we really have a need for Trench and Grievous? Like that, th- th- there's, there's a part of me that's just like, Territory Wars is built around this idea that I set eight teams and mm-hmm. I try and clear with eight teams and you just gave me two more teams. Right. I, I feel like I have more characters than, than I know what to do at this point in territory wars, which is, is the only, the only reason I just, yeah. Um, unless they really just want to get us to get to the point that they put these awesome territory war Omicrons on characters. And then we only use galactic legends on offense. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious if we're gonna if this is going to shift anything crazy. Yeah, because like I like to keep Grievous for offense because I find that Grievous is really good yeah. against specific teams and also really good as a cleanup squad. Um, yeah. so I feel like you wouldn't put this on defense, but it it's funny because. You know, there, I, there was a there was a comment in our chat that was like, "Oh, it's finally a reason to to relic Droidica. And I'm like, "Finally a reason? Like, I, <laughs> I I've had Droidica running at like 260 speed for the past six or eight months because you put him on a on a mall team mm-hmm. and he goes first, right? Because of because he gets 50 percent speed, he he goes first, and that that's that's the walk replacement in, in that that case. Um, but this won't work with Wada in, in, which again is good that it won't work in territory wars, but 
yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Um, the Territorial War Omicrons are also so weird because you you need critical mass to actually be able to, to use them mm-hmm. in, in yes. a heavy rotation. So, you know, you, you've got to get, you got to get like 30 people to buy in on it as well. So yeah, exactly. You, having one or two is not going to shift things. Yeah. Having five yeah. is not going to sh- shift yeah. things. Um, so, yeah, but that, so that's the Omicron. Um, and then they just did a bunch of, of bug fixes today yeah. that were not the Reva mission. Thank you very yeah. much. Happy to hear that. Um, yeah. Ahsoka Tana's basic was broken. I did not know this. This was hilarious when I found yeah. out. Basically, so on her basic, she, it says dispel all buffs. And basically, if you had more than 100 buffs, so if you had Lord Vader with his Datacron and protection yeah. stacking, he could go more than 100 and she wasn't dispelling all of them. So they fixed it, which then broke other characters yeah. Yeah. and ships. But I think they fixed all of it now. Yeah, it's it's all fixed. I feel like my game just kept restarting today. And I was like, I'm assuming there are more hotfixes <laughs> happening. Um, I did like this too, was that Sortie's invincibility now properly counts yeah. towards feet. So this is her damage immunity, right? Her Omicron. Yep. Um, because that was, I saw a lot of people talking about that during Conquest, that it wasn't working. It, it was funny. Uh, someone asked about it. And I, it, however they phrased it, I, I thought they were talking about a different problem. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 it's working as intended. And then they showed a screenshot and I, I'm like, oh, I was wrong. I didn't even know how to respond. So I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like I never actually saw the follow on question and I'm just going <laughs> to go on with my life. So yeah, sorry about that. Uh, but it's just, <laughs> oh, and this is the sad thing. I'm I'm actually sad about this one is they are going to change Scarif from a Pathfinder in that mini boss. Yeah. So he's yeah. not going to be endlessly um, reviving. Um, this just makes me sad because it was technically working as intended and people couldn't get around it. I, I know we started off by saying how reading is stupid and no one should ever do it, but folks, because you don't read, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. All right. That and so I will say, because I saw someone mention this and they did say what was what was also happening is people that were doing easy and normal who may not necessarily have a character that has an instant yeah. kill uh, ability were getting stuck at that point. I could understand them changing it for that, for those uh, tiers. I don't like you it, should it, know if, if you're doing hard conquest, you should know what's going on. I, I think in all fairness. They can change it for everyone else in Galaxy of Heroes except for us. I, I think mm-hmm. would be an acceptable answer to how how they handle this. So we'll get the we'll get the Pico and Sarah build over here, <laughs> and then everyone else can go have their own build. And yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I think it's still going to be a good node to do some feats on because he will revive. He's just not going to revive endlessly. Yeah. And Molepoki said, actually, Meathead has responded that that the Ahsoka is not fixed. They rolled it back. Oh, so, so they, they reverted everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Which again, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, because uh, it it broke too many things. So yeah. So just leave one thing broken versus fixing uh, uh, it and breaking ten others. 
I'm so bad at Galaxy of Heroes, I never even considered bringing Ahsoka Tano in to try and actually clear the protection up on Vader. I just threw my phone at the wall and decided I was going to go do something else. Like that, that, that was, that was my I, counter. I to, literally to never, data crowd, so. never thought of that either. So it's not just you. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely not just, cause I see Lord Vader. I'm like, it is scary. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so I think that's all the news. That is, I mean, <laughs> that's it. I, I mean, trying to figure out what, it, what CG has done for the last two weeks. I mean, it's, there's nothing in this. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was super super relaxed, no news whatsoever. Um. Okay, I feel like we did the that's no moon. I, I think I, I think we drained that topic. Okay. <laughs> um. Is there anything that you missed from the road ahead? I I don't think so. Don't. It's it's um. The, the only other thing I'll say on the road ahead is I, I think that collectively, if we look at the last 18 to 12 months, mm-hmm. it does feel like it's a different game. Yes. They have made such massive overhauls to, to the gameplay loop that it feels like a different game. And, and I say that because if, if you were part of the community that believes that CG is just milking the IP to get to their next game where they're going to make all that money. They are dumping time, energy, and resources into this game left mm-hmm. and right. I mean, so, And I will say off of that, EA mobile games apparently last quarter went down in terms of profit. Yeah. Um, and when they were, they were reporting about it, so they went down however much money it was. It was a significant number. Uh, but gal, but they specifically said Galaxy of Heroes is still performing very well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there are there's there's a lot to be said. Um, I w- I was thinking about this, and the more that I read it today, which is kind of good that I reread the the post. Um, because my initial reaction was I was like, there's so much here in this road ahead. And we just got content. Like we yeah. just got the new territory <laughs> battle. I was like, yeah. Like just uh chill. <laughs> like yeah. let us yeah. let us breathe. Like I felt like <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I felt like I was like getting hit with a wave again. I'm like, okay. But I read it again today and I was like, okay, we get another road ahead in April. So at the absolute earliest that we would see the raid is May. Yeah. At the absolute, absolute earliest. I I feel more content with that knowing that it's that far away. Yep. And I think I'm just trying to adjust to CG giving us more of a heads up notice on things, yep. which is very, yeah. it feels weird. Yep. Um, Agreed. So knowing that it's not coming at us next week, I feel like I can breathe a little bit for now. It in May would be six months since Rise of the Empire started. Yeah, which I think is is a good gap between content releases. Yeah, yeah, I to- totally agree because then that's similar to where we saw. Um, man, I can't remember if it was Challenge Pit and then Conquest or vice versa. I know Conquest technically started in March, but it was like an yeah. ex- expedition, whatever, exhibition 
mode that we were just we were basically just yeah. testing it for them kind of thing i can't even remember that far back <laughs> it was sometime in march that it started but then like it it got uh normalized by may ish but it was the same yeah. same kind of time frame um knowing that i feel a little bit better yeah yeah agreed less overwhelmed um just whelmed not just whelmed just whelmed uh okay so let's go to the bath in the room the actual negative segment where i <laughs> I, I i don't know where what are we going to touch on so i got a bug up my ass it's <laughs> late i'm, I'm going to drop it and and so there was a wonderful video put out by Skeltrix uh, a week ago after the, the the change to some of the ship counters, um, which again, uh, he he seems like a, a wonderful fellow when he was on mm-hmm. under the hollow table. Uh, hearing his voice on on his content is is very it, it's it's not what I'm used to. Uh, looks nothing like I expected it. Like mm-hmm. I I don't know what I expected, but it was just not a. It's what seems like a very nice young man, but it, it it just boggles my mind when I see him. But he was talking about this this counter that's based off of uh, Gauntlet in the starting lineup um, with, uh, it was like a scythe build and, and a couple other pieces. But the whole idea is if you get Gauntlet slower than the Radis, mm-hmm. it, when the Radis goes, takes it in, in I don't know all the details because we'll get to why I, I didn't pay attention to it. The that uh, Gauntlet gets to take his turn, gets protection up on the team, and basically recovers protection for everyone and kind of evils everything out. Then you can go after it. And and he mentioned that the Gauntlet is a fast ship. Like this is this is part of the problem. He said for it to work, you have to get the Gauntlet to 156 speed or slower. Um, and he was suggesting taking off mods which to me becomes very close to some of these paper counter pieces that we've had in the past. What frustrates me with, with counters like this and why I think like these things need to be fixed. I have an R7 Gar and an R7 ISC for platoons and rise of the empire. If I take all of the mods off of my character, the slowest that I can get that ship is 160 speed. Right. It, and it, it just, it drives me nuts in, there was some back and forth on on our on our server about this. It drives me nuts that there's this back and forth piece that it that it's, you know, well, this is a benefit to the people that 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 maybe haven't uh, for the free to plays that haven't invested that time in the roster. And the difference in there in, in that and the problem with that 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 line of thinking is if a new counter comes out and it requires making something more powerful you get to choose whether you're going to take advantage of that by putting resources in mm-hmm. i can't choose i can't choose right. to go backwards with my with my ships and my characters and and i i just i don't know i i i'm and this isn't a knock on, on skeltrix it, again it's, it was an amazing counter and it's, it's phenomenal it's been very beneficial to a number of people but but these types when we run into these things in the game like these are holes that i think that we need to plug yeah. Because it discourages roster growth, it discourages investment in characters, and oddly enough, and again, as, as someone who sits on a, on a roster at the, the higher end of the game, saying it puts me at a disadvantage because of of what I've done with with my roster, I, I just I don't think that's fair. Uh, well, I don't think that's right. 
I think it's more of a case of like poor design because yeah. they've they've said this too in the past, right? Like they didn't want you to have paper zombie, right? Like yep, like it was the same idea. You could keep zombie low and and take advantage of that. Where and it was the same idea when people realized that a lot of people had already put gear on zombie. And then they were like, oh, well, I can't take her any further or I can't undo this. And it, it's similar in that stance where you can't undo what you've done and you don't know. And this goes for anyone. This isn't just like a whale problem. Yeah. Sorry to yeah. use that word, but like, or or a high end GP player problem. This could be for any counter because you don't know what counter is going to come exactly. available next. You could have a relic five Jedi yeah. Knight Revan that all of a sudden someone's like, oh no, you, it can't be higher than gear 12 for this to work. It, it, yeah, and it's, it's, and, and look, Lions Dead made a comment, was like, no one, you know, Pico, no one told you to take those characters up that high. And I, I get he's, he's, he's a little tongue in cheek for that. No one told me to, but we needed those characters for platoons for right. Rise of the Empire. So someone had to. So CG, someone's gonna, CG yeah. told you to. So CG told me to. They they put that in the game. So so it's one of these cases that someone's going to get burned by by the, these pieces. And again, it's th- this is the the challenge with 240 characters in a game and a really smart community who can find gaps through all of these pieces. But uh, it just it 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 rubbed me the wrong way a little bit that that uh, this was identified and it's 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 this weird mechanic that being unnaturally slow it's not even unnaturally slow but being slow is is helpful but there's no way to artificially decrease speed right you know there, there absolutely is a floor that, that goes into place so yeah that was just my my thing so um then i'll let it go yeah not really <laughs> it, it, it just puts you in a weird in a weird spot um yeah. which i think is fair um it, think, it also doesn't it doesn't help that I, I lost on fleets uh when that counter would have been available had I not had higher level characters uh this week. So yeah, it's still a little bummed out by it, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um my my Bantha in the room, and I think most people knew this, is that I just have a, a lot of questions now. And I don't even think that yeah. that's really that negative. For some reason yeah. it is negative for people that i have questions questioning things is how you we learn that's how cg learns like that's how they're like oh this isn't working how it should like and i think that's that's fair to question stuff so yeah i've got a ton of questions that which i think is fine but that's that's my negative i have more questions than answers than i do from the road ahead come on you just know everything what, what is, will you just know everything and just get over this whole question thing and just yeah um, i i will say i have never i i've always asked questions like that's e- yeah. even in my like day-to-day job i've always just asked if i don't know something i've always been the person that's like well i'm just gonna ask like i don't really yeah. care if i look stupid quote unquote for asking this question and i've never really had it be like oh that's a negative yeah. thing before yeah. so this is a whole new experience but it's fine um let's be positive okay uh and go to i love you i know and talk about what we are 
liking in the game and for the past couple of weeks and enjoying right now that isn't us being negative even though i don't <laughs> think we were negative i don't think we were i don't think we were <laughs> um pico do you want to start or do you want me to start i, I you know you you start i went i went first last one so you you, you go first um i'm just super happy right now with how the new territory battle is going i like that it's consistent i like that every territory battle is just consistent progress it's the same teams i don't have to remod which i i remodding is not a deal breaker for me but because there are so many more battles i do like that i don't have to do it yeah yeah i got to use java uh for for it and i don't even have my alt on him and i don't have a full hut cartel team i took him in today on tattooing so you need relic seven yeah uh i don't have hut cartel characters oh sorry i have boba but i ended up using him with fennec so i took jabba han vader palpatine and star killer (laughs) <laughs> okay, like the jankiest. I was like, here you go. I just wanted to try the mission. Yeah. No remodding, no ultimate. Jabba won the whole thing. They all died. They all died. Jabba was yeah. just like, whatever, I got this. Like, What's funny is you're like, yeah, I didn't have my ult. I don't think you can get to your ult with that team. <laughs> like, I, no, I, yeah. I think the, the, the way it, it builds up, like, I don't think it's possible to actually get there. So. Uh, I was just like, I took Han because I was like, okay, Jabba is also good with, I think, scoundrels or smugglers or whatever. I don't have any bounty hunters left, so I'll take Han and then I just filled the gaps. And I was thinking I would get like maybe one wave and be lucky. No, because I totally forgot that Jabba cleanses the the dots off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, I was like, oh. And then he just did the whole, like, they all died and he's like, it's fine. I got like him and SB Crumb just throwing detonators everywhere well it, it's there, there was the i threw ig88 on a team in on tatooine recently just because i just needed a character and then it was like oh i forgot every time he gets a turn he cleanses everything he's like this is the greatest character that, <laughs> for this whole section so yeah uh that's awesome though you get a chance to use java there ah uh, it's it's been a ton of fun i actually really like him so far yeah yeah they did a great job with this kid. He, he's a he's a he's a fun character. So, yeah. Um, so so I this so so mine more because I just I don't know I I, I wrote this I think it, I think it's funny but uh, I I wrote that my arm is getting swole from all this turd polishing that I've been doing lately <laughs> and it, and really what what that is so so I have in hot utils I have a um, Greedo is the turd line. All right. Mm-hmm. Anybody to the left of Greedo, the left and above Greedo is not a turd, and I care what their their uh what their uh mods look like. Mm-hmm. Everyone to the right and down is a turd. Greedo's getting closer and closer to the bottom of the list because I have to keep moving characters on the other side of him in that list. Like all of a sudden the Jawa's gonna have to move there because they, they matter. Um those crappy rebel characters and and I'm really excited about these changes to the raid because I think it's going to give us an opportunity to get some of those really bad characters 
mm-hmm. into a place that they're meaningful. And I think CG's doing a really great job of just the number of just worthless characters in the roster is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Every release that they do. And I just I I think that that's great. Uh and you know. That goes back to what they've been saying since Conquest started. Yeah. Actually since I think it was Conquest was the first time that they mentioned wanting wide rosters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I 100% can see that being a thing. Um, okay. Discord corner. We've got we did get a, quite I, a I few. Think, I think we got through most of these. So we we did we did make Sarah talk about some positive things coming out of the raid changes. Yeah. Um. We threw some ideas out around the raid reward character. Uh, although I think we might disagree whether we're actually going to get a character or not there. <laughs> uh, so it was it was Pat mm-hmm. that asked the, the question around uh, factions. It's it's Jabba or Bust are really kind of where, where it is for the time being. Yeah, I would uh, 100% do Jabba first. Hut uh, Cartel first. Yeah, and then there was a, a, a speculator in the best Jabba rating comp. Uh, until someone tells me it's not the PvP team, it's the PvP team. I mean that that that's all it is, and, and everybody else mm-hmm. comes in second at that point. So, um, it is. But, I have a question about this actually. Yeah. Because right now, we can use Hot Cartel as one of the factions in Crate mm-hmm. in the Crate raid. So I'm curious how you feel about this. Um, that Boosh Omicron is for raid. Oh yeah. And you're like, awesome, cool. What happens when we get the next raid and Hot Cartel? is not a faction and you've got that omicron sitting on leia doing absolutely nothing so because you're not in a guild doing the other raids this is where i fundamentally disagree with a lot of people okay all right so i'm a firm believer in invest early Mm -hmm. extract all the value out of it and move on okay yep Mm -hmm. so i will likely drop that Omicron on Boosh as soon as that new raid comes out. And if I get three months of better rewards out of that through the crate raid, that's three months worth of rewards that I can dump back into the roster to make other things powerful, to make it more useful in other places. It's like mm-hmm. I, tomorrow's problem is tomorrow's problem. I, I will deal with that when it, when it comes, but if it helps me today, burn those resources. Like th- th- this is, this is back to, I think hoarding is dumb. Yeah. Because you're preventing <laughs> yourself for, for, for getting a, a benefit today for the promise of tomorrow. And tomorrow is not promised by any means whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I, I um uh, man, I'll 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 chase that when I chase it. Yeah. So I was just curious because limiting the factions, if they are gonna bring more raid omicrons out, I could see that being a, a yeah. sticky point for people. Um but you are right in in the sense of like you get better rewards you throw it yeah. back in to your own roster yeah it's I, a vicious cycle that that grows i i really think that people are going to find when the new raid comes out that maximizing their personal contribution mm-hmm. is going to be the best way to go and if and if burning a, a month's worth of of omicron farming to move yourself up one to two ranks is, is going to be worth it. No, no matter how you cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that that's going to be a no brainer really. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I mean, that goes for, for anything that you're investing in. Cause like I, I even yeah. saw today, someone was commenting about how their guild doesn't try the combat missions in the new territory battle. And for clarification yeah. like this guild this person's in a guild that's over 400 million gp it's not like a 200 million gp going in there and just doing yeah, the deploy yeah. tactic right like yeah um which i support at that gp like i could understand it um and i i bit my tongue but i was like you are leaving so many points on the table because you think the combat missions don't matter because you're always you're only looking at the combat missions for that phase yeah, you're yeah. not looking at the full trickle effect that's happening. Yep. Um, yeah. And better rewards, like exactly what you're saying. Better rewards go right back into your roster so you can get better rewards next time and well, just keep spending it. It, it looked like the, the the even personally, like on, on the, the trickle effect that you talk about, when we were looking for people to volunteer to go to our, take characters to R8 and I ended up taking three or four, mm-hmm. it was easy for me to do that because I had them, at, I wasn't going from year 10 to R8. I was right. going from five to eight. Right. And it was much easier for me to take three or four of them. There. And again, it's back to if, if you're, if you're just bleeding a little bit further and further and further ahead, it just, there's, there's a larger payoff across that. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's uh, that trickle effect adds up. It, it just absolutely does. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, leave, leave the water running in one of the sinks in your house for a month. And <laughs> look at that bill and tell me that trickle doesn't matter. I will say uh, on a personal note, we have left the water running in our, because our, <laughs> for whatever reason, uh, for oh, man, for whatever reason, ever since we had our basement finished, our, that master bathroom which is at the front of the house it's on its own like got its own water line that runs to it from our our main water line it freezes anytime it gets to negative seven degrees celsius or lower freezes so every day in canada pretty much um so we've been leaving like the tap trickling so that the water doesn't freeze (laughs) anyway so our water bill I'll I'll tell you about yeah. that trickle of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh um okay. Do we want to look at the meta report? Because I think we've have we have had a profundity event since we looked at it last. Uh I believe you're right. Uh let's see here. Right. What was it? So last time it was 49% profundity and 46% executor. Yeah. And now, okay, so it has swapped again. We're looking at fifty-three percent profundity, so it's 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 just slightly shifting, and forty-three percent executor. So that's uh, that's not awful. Uh oh, I think I've lost Pico, guys. We'll see if he comes back. Or it's me. Okay, it's not me. Uh, 
Um, Sarah, as a 380 mil GP guild, what should we be able to get in new stars? Ooh, 380. Off the top of my head, I want to say you should be in the 28 to 30 star range. It, it honestly will depend on how many platoons you can do. Um, but I want to say it will depend off of that. Are you in... Um, are you in there's like the return of the empire territory battle server and it's got a whole bunch of templates in it that people have done up and maps and plans and stuff uh for different guild gps and different paths that you could take because that could theoretically point you in the right area but i want to say at 380 million gp you should at least be going in the 28 to 30 range because this guild that that i will not mention where the guy was talking about not doing any combats and stuff they're getting i think he said 27 or 28 stars and they are over 400 million um pico are you back i am back yeah uh Brain fart network for the, for the house today. So yeah. oh no, I I definitely I just assumed it was me because mine always goes out. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I was saying I don't know if you heard me, Pico. It did it did change. Oh, it uh, did. Yeah. So profundity is at fifty three percent, and executor is at forty three. So it's a slight change. Uh, I, I'm surprised it hasn't swung larger in the direction of the radis only because or the profundity only because it's the new hotness uh i'm i'm surprised about that too so <clears throat> excuse me but i guess it's just a slower burn so to yeah. speak yeah um anyway do we want to go to uncle owen's yeah moisture farm and let's, we let's can, go. We can talk about what we are currently farming in game. Pico, <clears throat> you have a great project going on right now. I, I do. So uh, for, for those, again, if you're a new listener, uh, where have you been for the last 110 episodes? Mm -hmm. But uh, the new 52 project is I am taking uh, an existing character from R5 to R7 uh, with the goal of averaging one a week for the entire year. Uh, I made a ton of progress uh, this week. Uh, taking all from R5, I took uh, Zalbar, Clone Wars Chewie, Veteran Smuggler, Chewbacca uh, to round out the last of the Wookiees to go to do the mission on Kashyyyk. Uh, and then uh, we need to talk about this a little bit because I put out to the community what mm -hmm. the next faction that I should focus on. And they voted on the smugglers. So I took Dengar and, Dengar and Kira as well over the last two weeks uh, but with the tuscans and the jawas mattering uh yeah the, the what's best for pico might override this vote and we might kind of pull <laughs> those two and then circle back to smugglers on the backside. so um still trying to decide how i'm going to manage that so uh but uh zuri is going to be farmable soon so that's going to be where i'll be pivoting to as soon as it's available so we'll, we'll see Mm. Um, that's a good point. She should be on the table soon. Yep. Man, 
Um, so my night sister initiate is at relic seven. I need oh, her. So painful. I need her at relic eight. And I am stuck because I need Electriums, I need Zinbiddles, and I need another thing. I don't need arrow yeah. magnifiers. Okay. I don't need the Relic 8 piece. It's the it's those middle crunch pieces where you have to convert yeah. all that gear 12 gear. And I'm like, yeah. I just used it all to get her to Relics. <laughs> Thanks. I don't have any to convert. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have to just bite the bullet and i don't know so so the important question is did you go whole hog and give her the zeta as well no i haven't given her her zeta yet <laughs> which is it's it's irritating me because when i look in my roster i see the little one and yeah. i'm like oh i can go to relic eight and i'm like oh it's her zeta stupid zeta so Not do i just fun. give her her zeta so that when i see it pop up i'm like okay i can go to relic eight yeah. um I actually, so I'm super torn um, because okay. I'm working on that. And I was like, we're going to go to Lord Vader. This is like the fifth yeah. time that I've been yeah. like, I'm going yeah. for Lord Vader. Do I stay on Lord Vader? So let me, let me preface this before I ask this question. I truly think he is a good galactic, like a great galactic yeah. legend. Yeah. I don't, I don't fall into that whole Lord failure yeah i don't subscribe to that the gear that his requirements need is so painful that (laughs) as i'm doing it i'm like is this actually worth it or do i just like go for my tuscans and my jawas and like what's needed there and then switch to cal and i'm like no do i I stay on lord yeah right You, you you do because the beauty of the Tuscans and Jawas are they're pre Cairo. Yeah. Which means you should, at least if you don't have a lot of it right now, because you just brought those characters up, you should be able to at least get them into that gear 12 area that, because they said that the, the the new raid will start at the lowest tier will be the equivalent of like gear 10 H Sith. Yeah. So at least if you get them up into gear 12, you can at least do some fights with them you know that that way and gear um, 12 is the pinch point yeah yep yeah. and then at that point you know you make a decision where you're at but also i, I would think in parallel to all of that you're probably going to be dumping some relics on your hut cartel characters as well right so there's a whole piece of like i gotta do some relics there and then i'm gearing and yeah um and you just gotta stay there and the relic requirements for lord vader are high that's yeah. the other thing. So it's yeah. like it's going to be painful to gear them and painful to relic them. But as you always say, the shards are the most important part. Yes. And yes. At least if you get the shards for Vader, you'd be one of those people that like X makes fun of. Like I don't know why she has Vader unlocked, but he's only gear nine. But right. but it's better to be <laughs> gear nine unlocked Vader than than you know, uh, n- not the other side. So. I, I'm going to pose a scientific question, uh, hypothesis, whatever you want to call it, and I will report back after I get Lord Vader. But is it more painful to gear and relic the requirements for Lord Vader, or is childbirth more painful? I don't know, <laughs> but I will. 
I, I, I have no idea. Um, I am, <laughs> I am smart enough to have never challenged my wife on that topic. I never will. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, right now I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my characters and I'm like, I don't know how you guys are going mean, to do this. I, I mean, the, here's the one thing I'll say on that. Um, they can give you drugs to help you during that childbirth window to make it less yeah. painful. Do you know how much money it's going to take in drugs for you to actually make farming Lord Vader pain, painless? I mean, like that, that's a long time and that's dealing with street vendors. So. <laughs> uh, that is, that is fair. Um, so yeah, that that's basically what I'm working on. I will say though, I'm gearing the bad batch characters first. Okay. So obviously they are the newer requirements. So yeah. pro that's probably why it feels a, bit, yeah. a lot more painful right now. Um, and uh, Vader requires a Tuscan, doesn't he? He does. He does. So yeah. I'll I'll do that one next. That just seems to make the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Since I'm gonna need them anyway. And then, yeah, like you were saying, I I do intend to farm the shards. Yeah. for everything as it hits the hollow table um i think my plan based off of what we know right now i think my plan is to slow play afra okay because i feel like it might make more sense like I, i'm still farming her requirements anyway and i think it might make more sense that by the time i'm done lord vader if i'm not on the way to afra yet does it make more sense to just go straight into Tuscans or yeah. um, if the Cal characters are being released for focus on them, et cetera. Well, in, in, in the look, Afra is a fun team, right? BT one is hands down my most favorite character in the game. He is just, it is, he's, he's the best, but she is propped up right now by a datacron mm -hmm. that let's be honest is almost halfway through its life cycle yeah so if you're not going to get it in the next two months who knows what it's going to look like at that point and, and i i know i just got done saying like no no no, resources now and tomorrow never comes but but part of it is <laughs> if, if if you can't get there if, if you're not going to be in early what's the point of chasing it at, at that point if, if you can't get there especially if you can get mm -hmm. in early on tuscans if you can get in early on calcastus and it's a good character the i think the big piece that people are gonna have to weigh when it comes to calcastus is if he immediately goes into the the journey guide is he going to be powerful enough to push to get early mm -hmm. or yeah, a lot of people were were disappointed in in, in uh, Bam because he didn't break the bank. Right. So now yeah, he's turned out to be a, a really really good character, really solid character over a period of time. But yeah, um, I, I think you got to be better. I think you just need to check that box and move on with life. Yeah, it just hurts. <laughs> it just hurts. Um, 
Okay. I think, is there anything else? I think that's it. We did it. We did. And this was a long one. We Not got through lie, the, this is a long one. We got through the road ahead yeah, in one yeah. piece. <laughs> um, I don't think I. I thought I saw another question. Um. Okay, I'm not crazy. I did see this. So De- depressed Wampa was asking. He just finished his JMK. And he's wondering with the raid coming, would Inquisitors be worth going for before Java? Or should they Ooh. hard focus on Java? <sighs> so I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna work under the assumption that your guild will be going after the Great Dragon. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm working with as well. I'm. Are, are your characters for the Inquisitors farmed? Yeah, if if they're if the, your characters for the Inquisitors aren't farmed, <clears throat> just go to Java and yeah. and apologize apologize to your guild later about about Reva. Um, if they are farmed, I think you got plenty of time to get to Java or be ready to Java in the near future. Yeah, if they are farmed, getting them geared. Like as painful as it is because they all want the same stuff. It's not that bad yeah. because there's only five of them. Yep. Um, so you can get them ready for the next time Grand Inquisitor rolls around if they're already at seven star. Well, and, and uh, honestly, we're we're closer to the Grand Inquisitor going into the Journey God permanently than we are his release. We're we're past yeah. the six month mark at this point. So Part of it is also, yeah, you know, if it's going to take you four to five months to get Java and the Inquisitors, mm-hmm. are you, are you better served doing Java now and just getting getting the Inquisitors ready for what he's permanently in the guide and then go after? Yeah, point, so yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, the, the big thing right now too is we don't know when Grand Inquisitor's yeah. coming back. Is he coming yeah. back before he goes to the Journey Guide? No idea. Yeah, which. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do you get ready just in case he does? Yep. Or do you just wait for the journey guide? Yeah. And 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 honestly, if so December, January, March, January, February, March, if he doesn't drop in March. I don't expect him to drop. If he's not if he doesn't drop in March, I don't expect him to drop before May. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's gonna be yeah, so I I, I think job is more of a, of a of a sure thing right now. Yeah. And I mean, if you're doing the new territory battle as well, and you've got that smugglers yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hate telling someone not to go after the, the Riva shards, but um, also, frankly, if the Riva mission changes. Yeah. I, <laughs> if the Riva... This, this yeah. is the thing. If the Reva mission changes and your guild can't fill platoons, the operations, so Felucia, yeah. so phase two mixed and tattooing where the, the zone where the Reva mission actually is, those two sets of operations, platoons, whatever you're calling them, affect the mission. Yeah. And if you yeah. can't fill them, it looks almost impossible. Yep. Yeah. 
but assuming that's a, the, that's a great the, point. Assuming the simulation we've seen is is accurate and is what CG would implement. Um, which, in my opinion, and I guess I, I'm not saying this to be like a shill or anything. I'm just saying it based off of how it looks like they designed the territory battle. They want us to fill those platoons. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they designed yeah. the mission to make it close to impossible yeah. if you don't have the platoons filled. I agree. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a big factor because if you can't fill those, you, don't even. Yeah, you you have probably a five percent chance of winning, and, and, you, and you I'm not be, exaggerating when I say that. It, you need to be what four of six really <laughs> to have a, even a remote possible chance. The, the testing that was done was with uh, four filled on Felicia. So those ones give you extra crit damage. So you yeah. hit harder. Um, and two on Tatooine, okay. I believe. I might be getting it backwards. It might have been two on Felicia and four on Tatooine. Um, they weren't full, essentially. Yeah. And out of the testing that was done, with them done that way... There is about a a fifty percent likelihood that you will get a good optimal opening, yes. RNG wise, uh, that will make it so that it, it's going to be a probable win for you. Okay. And then there is a twenty percent likelihood that it is a bad, like you don't want this opening. Half of those, so ten percent of that, so of the twenty percent, half look like they are instant losses yes (laughs) but again that's not with the full operation so i don't know if that's going to change it and then whatever's left over in the middle is the kind of like eh, this is dicey you can probably still win you need a streaming coach like might be okay it's not really good but it's not fully fully bad yet so Yeah. Hopefully it's just going to be if you're six of six and six of six, it's 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 a cakewalk because yeah, well, they're not going to change it. I just look, I'm, I'm positive thoughts. They're just not going to change it. They're just like not going to change it. You're giving us that hope again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think that's actually it for real. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, everyone, thanks for joining on the stream or listening on the cast afterwards. Pico, thanks for hanging out for two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's only midnight. It's still early. We got still early. Good. <laughs> um, that ought to do it, everyone. And until next time, Chewy, we are home. <laughs>